Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Good evening, all of you delirious dreamers of debate. And welcome to... The Ignore the Rant debate special between President Donald J. Trump and Joe Biden. Tonight we're going to do it a little bit different. Um, We've got uh, just myself and Jim in the studio. And uh, before we get going with this, let's let's go to... um, Cleveland and see what's going on there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event of the evening. The first of three debates to determine the next president of the United And the dozens listening to this podcast around the world, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to go! Debating out of the blue corner, the challenge weighing in. At 178 to 181 pounds, depending on the load that's in his diet. With a record of 47 years of living off the government dole, with nothing to show for it, the Duke of Defense, Sleepy Joe Weighing in at a deceiving 300 pounds. With a record of four press secretaries, six bankruptcies, and one impeachment. The ambassador of Adderall and reigning president of the United States of America, Donald. Sounds like they're getting ready to uh, to tussle there in um, Cleveland. In Cleveland town. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like they're ready for a show. Yes. I and guess. we're ready for a show, too. What do you got first, Chris Wallace? Let's see what Chris Wallace has to say. Okay. Speak to me, Chris. Come on, Chris. Chris, you can do we, it. Got you. we got you in the ones and twos. You can do it. Don't leave us hanging. You can do it, man. Come on. One minute. Oh, is that what he said? One minute? <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Well, we've yeah. got the live feed up. Good evening. Oh, the son of a bitch. There he is. Of Case Western <laughs> Reserve University and the Cleveland Clinic. Thanks, Chris. I'm Chris Wallace of Fox News, and I welcome you to the first of the 2020 presidential debates between President Donald J. Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. This debate is sponsored by the Commission on Presidential Debates. <laughs> the commission has designed the format, six roughly 15-minute segments, with yeah. two-minute answers from yeah, each he, candidate he to the Tyson first question, the then open discussion for the rest of each segment. Both campaigns have agreed I love how to they these go through rules. The rules. They don't for matter. The record, They're not going to be a big... They're only going to no be my questions in each <laughs> yeah. topic. I can assure you, none no of the questions the belt. has been shared Keep with your mouth the commission in at all times. Yes. or the two candidates. This debate is being conducted under health and safety protocols designed by the Case Cleveland below Clinic, to your which corner. is serving as the health yeah. security but don't you advisor dare sneeze to on the, the opponent, sir. for that's, all four That's attempted murder. <laughs> as a precaution, both campaigns have agreed the candidates will not shake hands at the beginning of tonight's debate. Of course they won't. <laughs> the audience here in the hall has promised to remain silent. No cheers. No booze or other interruptions, so we, and more uh, importantly, you... Five bucks says Biden what the runs out of the podium looking all spry no noise shit. except We right heard a lot of cheering, Chris. As we welcome the Republican nominee, yeah. President That crowd Trump, doesn't give a fuck about And the rules. Democratic nominee, Vice President Biden. Nope, they're applauding. They're applauding, Chris. Make them stop. Trump is coming out of the red corner. Oh, look at Biden. Oh, hey, <laughs> Biden's ready. Yeah, we're ready. He did. He was already out of the podium. He beat Trump to the podium, folks. All right. This is going to be a uh, slug, a marvel of modern science. Watching drugs as they lose their effect over the next hour and a half. Our first subject is the Supreme Court. President Trump, you nominated Amy Coney Barrett over the weekend to succeed the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the court. You say the Constitution is clear about your obligation and the Senate's to consider a nominee to the court. Vice President Biden, you say that this is an effort by the president and Republicans to jam through on an appointment and what you call an abuse of power. My first question to both of you tonight, why are you right in the argument you make and your opponent wrong? And where do you think a Justice Barrett would take the court? President Trump, in this first segment, you go first, two minutes. Thank you very much, Chris. I will tell you very simply, we won the election. Elections have consequences. We have the Senate, we have the White House, and we have a phenomenal nominee, respected by all, top, top academic, uh, good in every way, good in every way. In fact, uh, some of her biggest <laughs> endorsers God, are Biden very like liberal people from Notre Dame and other places. So I think she's going to be fantastic. We have plenty of time, uh, even if we did it after the election itself. I have a she lot of time after the election. just as like a know. slut. So I think that uh, she will be outstanding. She's going to be uh, How dare you, as Doug. good she's as an anybody Catholic that woman. has served on that court. We really feel I've that seen her. Uh, we have a professor at Notre Dame, highly respected by all, said she's the single greatest student he's ever had. He's wow. been a professor for a long time at a great yeah. school. Hey. And uh, we just uh, we won the election, and therefore we have the right to choose her. And very few people knowingly would say otherwise. And by the way, the Democrats, they wouldn't even think about not doing it. If they had, the only difference is they'd try and do it faster. There's no way they would give it up. They had Merritt Garland, but the problem is they didn't have the election. So they were stopped. 
And probably that would happen in reverse also. Definitely would happen in reverse. So we won the election and we have the right to do it, Chris. President Trump, thank you. Um, same question to you, Vice President Biden. You have two minutes. Well, first of all, um, thank you for doing this and looking thank forward you. to this, Mr. President. Thank you, Joe. I, uh, the American people have a right to have a say in who the Supreme Court nominee is. And that say occurs when they vote for a United States senators and when they vote for the president of the United States. They're not going to get that chance now because we're in the middle of an election already. The election has already started. <laughs> Tens of thousands of people have already voted. And so the thing that should happen is we should wait. We should wait and see what the outcome of this election is, because that's the only way the American people get to express their view is by who they elect as president and who they elect as vice president. Now, what's at stake here is the president's made it clear he wants to get rid of the Affordable Care Act. He's been running on that. He ran on that. And he's been governing on that. He's in the Supreme Court right now trying to get rid of uh, the, uh, the Affordable Care Act, which uh, will strip 20 million people from having insurance, health insurance now, if, if, they, if it goes into court. And, and uh, the justice, and I have nothing, I'm not opposed to the justice. She seems like a very fine person. But she's written before she went in the bench, which is her right, that she thinks that the Affordable Care Act is not constitutional. The other thing that's on the court, and if, if, if it's struck down, what happens? Women's rights are fundamentally changed. Once again, a woman could be held, pay more money because she has a pre-existing condition of pregnancy. We were able to, they were able to charge a woman more for the same exact procedure a man did, gets. And that ended when we, in fact, passed the Affordable Care Act. And there's 100 million people who have pre-existing conditions, and they'll be taken away as well. Those pre-existing conditions, the insurance companies are going to love this. And so it's just not appropriate to do this before this election. If he wins the election and the Senate is Democrat or Republican, then it, he goes forward. If not, we should wait until February. All right. There aren't 100 million people with pre-existing conditions. As far as the say is concerned, the people already had their say. They, okay, Justice Ginsburg said very powerfully, very strongly, at some point, 10 years ago or so, she said a president and the Senate is elected for a period of time. But a president's elected for four years. We're not elected for three years. I'm not elected for three years. So we have the Senate. We have a president. He's elected to the next During election. that period of time, during that period of time, we have an opening. I'm not elected for three years. I'm elected for four years. The and the 100 million people, started. Joe, the 100 million people is totally wrong. I don't know where you got oh, that man. number. The bigger problem that you have is that you're going to extinguish 180 million people with their private health care, that they're very That's happy That's simply with. not true. Well, you're certainly going, going to socialists. You're going to socialists. Here we we're go. Now into, gentlemen, we're now into open discussion. Open discussion. Open discussion. Yes, I agree. Go ahead, Vice President. Number Biden. one, uh, he, he knows that uh, what I proposed. What I proposed is that uh, we expand Obamacare and we increase it. We do not wipe any, and one of the big debates we had with 23 of my colleagues trying to win the nomination that I won, were saying that Biden wanted to allow people to have private insurance still. They can, they do, they will under my proposal. It's not what you've said, but and it's not what your party is, has said. That is simply Your party a lie. doesn't say it. Your party that wants to go socialist medicine my party is and me. socialist right healthcare. Right now, I am <laughs> And they're gonna dominate party. you, Joe, you know that. I am the Democratic Party right now. 
The platform of the Democratic Party is what I, in fact, approved of. What I approved of. Now, here's the deal. The deal is that it's going to wipe out pre-existing conditions. And by the way, the 20, the 200 million, the 200,000 people that have died on his watch, how many of those have survived? Well, there's 7 million people that contracted COVID. What does it mean for them going forward if he strike down the Affordable Care Act? And Joe, you've had 308,000 military people dying because you couldn't provide them proper health care in the military. So don't tell me I'm about this. I'm happy to talk about this. And if you were here, you, Look, it wouldn't be deal. 200. It would be 2 million people because you were very late on the draw. You late didn't want me draw. to ban China, which was heavily infected. You didn't want me to ban... All right. We're, uh, Joe, right. looking at him. Which no, was heavily infected. You would have been President, much later, Joe. Mr. President. Much later. Mr. President. You're talking about 2 million people. You're not the president as a moderator, <laughs> we are going to talk about COVID in the next segment, but, but go ahead. Let me finish. The point is that the president also is opposed to Roe v. Wade. That's on the ballot as well in the court, in the court. And so that's also at stake right now. And so the election is all You don't know it's begun. on the ballot. I, Why is it on the ballot? Because, because Why is you it on the ballot? It's not on the ballot. It's on the ballot in the I court. I don't think so. In the court. Well, There's nothing <laughs> happening there. Donald, would you And you, you just don't know her me? view on Roe v. Wade. You I don't, don't know, know her view. Well, all right. Let's, all right. Let's talk. I would, we got a lot to unpack here, gentlemen. We got a lot of time. So <laughs> uh, on health care, and then we'll come back to Roe v. Wade. All right. Mr. President, the Supreme Court will hear a case a week after the election in all right, all right. Well, we can't let it go for 20 minutes sure, and then yes. not say anything. we got to address something. If anybody's listening to this, they're like, yeah. uh, what am I listening well, what, to? Yeah, what the hell are these guys This is doing? our first debate. We're, you know, we're figuring it out. But, yeah. uh, all right, so right out, of the, right out of the gate, you had Sleepy Joe run out to the podium. He, he beat Trump to the podium. Beat That's Trump important. The podium. These are things yes. people will look at and yeah. think, oh, look at him. He's got energy. So point Biden, I guess, for getting to the podium first. T- Trump looks tired. He looks very, I don't know, he's got this, I don't know. He looks I, tired. He looks mad and he looks tired. I think the one thing that I noticed right out, of the, right out of the gate is they're both having a slow start. Yes. A very calm, slow start. Trying to, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the only frustrating or tiredness on Trump is that I think, <laughs> I think he's all revved up and he just wants he to, to explode. He yes. wants to go, he wants to go like he didn't stop. Like his last rally, right? He just wants right. to go, right he into he wants it to go straight nuclear right out of. I hate game. having to share the stage, and I. Bop, bop. So I think him holding himself back is what's given him that constipated look. Uh, Biden's not looking at Trump at all. Yeah, they're just, not. Just out of the gate, just looking at visual cues, things right. that really don't matter. Right. But in debates, they seem to do. You know, you you've got Biden not looking at Trump. He's looking either at the timer. You see him looking up at the timer, right? Or at Chris Wallace. Trump is doing nothing but looking at Biden. Right. Because I think Trump wants to go on the attack. Exactly. Of course he does. Yeah. And and on our previous episode, Sweet 16, I played the clip of Joe Biden back in 2016 saying, saying what he said about Supreme Court justices even a few months before an election. Right. And he said the exact complete opposite, which he had to. It's party politics. Yeah, but of course he did. But, uh, but I will say this. this I don't, the socialism thing ain't going to stick to Joe. Joe's not a socialist. Yeah, he's, he's Joe's an old school what they called what they called blue dog Democrats. He's really close to those guys. Yeah, the you know those. I mean, Joe's been forced to be nice to the 
far left side right. to and the I, youngsters and that's how to the always, children and that's how it always goes when when you're early in your campaign you have to go get the fringe votes and then now in the debate, it's time to move back towards the right. center. And tr- but Trump's going to try to nail him on all that socialist shit, and that's it's, not. I think it's that's not a bad move. Stick. I think it it's is a bad, bad move. move. He's he, already done it twice. Yeah, it's not it's good. good. It's not yeah. strategically for Trump. It's dumb, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Unless, unless there's something he's building up to, which I just don't believe he is, because that's not. Bi- you have 47 years of stuff to hit Biden on. Right. The last, the last two years, that's not. I don't know. No. Somebody did some research and told him that that's a good thing to do. But All anyway. right, well, let's, let's continue. Which the go. Trump administration, along with 18 state attorneys general, are seeking to overturn that's right. Obamacare, to end Obamacare. You have spent the last... Because they want to give I, good health care. If I may ask uh, my question, sir. Good health care. Over uh, the last four years, you have promised to repeal and replace Obamacare, but you have never in these four years come up with a plan... A comprehensive plan yes, to replace It's always Obamacare. two weeks away. I got rid of the individual mandate, which was a big chunk a of Obamacare. That's not a plan. That is absolutely a big thing. That was the worst I, I part of Obamacare. Chris, that was the worst part me. of Obamacare. Let me ask my question. Well, I'll, I'll ask Joe. <laughs> I'm here to debate everybody. The individual I, mandate was the most unpopular aspect of Obamacare. That's the dumbest thing he can do right there. I'm the moderator of this debate. And I would like you to let me ask my question, and then you can answer Go your ahead. question. You, in the course of these four years, have never come up with a comprehensive plan to replace Obamacare. And just this last Thursday, you signed a largely symbolic executive order to That's protect symbolic. people with pre-existing conditions five days before this debate. So my question Which sir, means is, nothing. what is the Trump Healthcare plan. Well, first of all, I guess I'm debating you, not him, but that's okay. I'm not surprised. Let me just tell you something that <laughs> there's nothing symbolic. I'm cutting drug prices. I'm going with well, favored nations, which no president has the courage to do because you're going against big pharma. Drug prices will be coming down 80 or 90 percent. You could have done it during your 47 year period in government, but you didn't do it. <laughs> Nobody's done it. So we're cutting health care. All of the things condition? that we've done, insulin. I give you an example insulin. It's going to, it was destroying families, destroying people, the cost. I'm getting it for so cheap. That's, no, that's like nothing. Water. That's you not the question the there, so Mr. President. Take a look at all of the drugs that what we're doing, prescription Bringing drug the price prices, of a couple of drugs down is not to go healthcare. To other countries to buy drugs okay. because when they fact, pay just a I, tiny fraction. As I say, this is open discussion. No, let me but ask this is, you big, about, let me, this you'll is be happy, big stuff. Sir, you'll be happy. I'm about to pick up on one of your points to ask the vice president, which is he points out that you would like to add a public option to Obamacare, and yes. the argument that he makes, and other Republicans make, is that that is going to end private insurance. It is and not. Well, it will end private insurance and create a government takeover <laughs> of health care. It does not. It's only for I think those everyone, people who I think are Chris, so I think Chris is going to spike in the polls. Medicaid, they can get that free in most states, except governors who want to deny people who are poor Medicaid. Anyone who qualifies for Medicare would, excuse me, Medicaid would automatically be enrolled in the public option. The vast majority of the American people would still not be in 
that option, number one. Joe, you agreed with Bernie number, Sanders' I, I, far I, left on the manifesto, when, when we you, call it. And that gives you socialized medicine. Look, hey, oh, I like the hand. Talk listening. to the hand. The fact of the matter is, talk to I the hand, Bernie Donald. Sanders. Oh, that no, pisses Donald Trump off. I'm beating the whole hell of a lot. I'm here, <laughs> I'm here standing facing Pocahontas you all, buddy. Pocahontas would have left well, two days early. You, you would have lost every primary. All he knows how to do is Trump is starting to go into tricks. I got very lucky. I'm going to get very lucky tonight as well. And tonight I'm going With to make what? sure because here's the deal. Here's the deal. The fact is that everything he's saying so far is simply a lie. I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you I agree. just want to make sure. Go. You're the liar. I, 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 I want to make sure. You graduated last in your class, not first in your class. I want to make sure. They're both liars. No, he doesn't know how to do that. He has, You'd you know, he, you pick be surprised. the Go wrong ahead, guy, the wrong oh, night oh. at the wrong time. Listen, you agreed with Bernie <laughs> Sanders <laughs> to the manifesto. The whole idea. Let, let, just let him fucking there go at no it. There is no manifesto. That's all we want to see. Yeah, but that's, number two. You just lost the left. Number two. I, I, you just lost the left. You agreed with Bernie Sanders on a plan. How, uh, folks, absolutely folks agreed do you have any idea what this clown is doing? Do you have any Socialized medicine. Mr. President. I'll tell you what. He is not for any help for people needing health care because his Bernie? because he, in fact, already has cost 10 million people their health care that they had from their employers because of his recession. Number one, oh number my two, God. there are 20 <laughs> million people getting health care through rich. Obamacare now that he wants to take it away. He won't ever look you in the eye and say that's what he wants to do. Take it away. No, that's I want rich to give him better health care at a much lower price but, because by the way, he doesn't know no how. Good. He doesn't know how I've to do that. Fixed it. He has never I've offered a plan. Fixed it to an extent. He has Obama never care, done a single thing. As you might thing. know, but probably don't. Gentlemen, you realize if you're both speaking at the same time, and it's too expensive. Let the president go ahead, sir. Obamacare is no good. We made it better, and I had a choice to make very early on. We took away the individual mandate. We guarantee pre-existing conditions, but took away the individual mandate. Listen, this is the way it is. And that destroyed... <laughs> they shouldn't be called Obamacare. Then I had a choice to make. Do I let my people run it That's really funny. well? That's funny. Or badly. Yeah. If I run it badly, they'll probably blame him, but they'll blame me. But more importantly, I want to help people, okay? I said, you got to run it so well. That's what and I just for. had a meeting with them. They said, the problem is no matter how well you run Obamacare... It's a disaster. It's too expensive. Okay. Premiums you, are too it. high, that's and it doesn't work. That's so we, we do I, want no, to get no. rid of it. I, we, well, Chris, we want to get rid of it. I understand it, sir, but I have, to, I have to give better. you roughly Good. equal time. Good. Please let the vice president talk. Good. He has no plan for health care. Of course he we do. Sends, Please. He, sends out <laughs> he can't stop himself. No. I don't know why anybody expects that he would. He hasn't lowered drug costs for anybody. He's been promising a health care plan since he got elected. He has none. Like it took Obama until his second term about. to get Obamacare. He does not have a plan. You should know it takes time, Joe. He doesn't have a plan. And the fact is, this man doesn't know what he's talking about. All right. He's I, have one, I have one final question for you, sure. uh, Mr. Vice President. If Senate Republicans, we were talking originally about the Supreme Court here, if Senate Republicans go ahead and confirm Justice Barrett, uh, there has been talk about ending the filibuster or even packing the court, adding to the nine justices there. You call this a distraction by the president, but in fact, it wasn't brought up by the president. It was brought up by some of your Democratic colleagues in, well, the, saying, in the Congress. So my question to you is, you have refused in the past to talk about it. Are you willing to tell the American people tonight whether or not you will support either ending the filibuster 
or packing the court. Whatever position I take on that, that'll become the issue. The issue is the American people should speak. You should go out and vote. You're in voting now. <laughs> vote and let your Whatever senators position know. I'm going to take, I'll take it when I take it, but I let, don't have one vote yet. Now. Are you pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know he doesn't you're a senator. I'm not going to answer the question. Why because, would you answer that because question? Because the you question is, the question is, the radical question, left. Will you who shut is up, man? Listen, who is <laughs> on your list here? This is so right. Gentlemen, I think we have ended this segment. We're going to move on to the second segment. That was really a pr productive segment, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to pause it there. Right, shit's starting to open up now. Yeah, uh, now, now we're getting now into Trump, it. Now, Trump is doing his favorite tactic of all, which is not letting anybody speak. Yeah. Not letting anybody get a word in. Yeah. That is hurting him. Yeah. I, I really believe yeah, this. Yeah, he doesn't I need to do that with Joe. He's... he's, he, he's Tanking himself right well, because now, because Joe's already fucked up. He said, "You know, you, you there's two hundred thousand people dead right. because of you, yeah, and also we're in a recession where people are losing their health care because of you." Well, which one is it, Joe? Right, because you can't you can't shit on them for the number of people that right. died, and also shit on them for shutting down businesses well, what, what, where people eventually lost what their he's going to do when they get to covid is he's just going to shit on him for covid that's basically what's going to Well sure but I'm just saying I mean that's my, what he's my point is is Trump doesn't have to interrupt him no because if he would have shut the fuck up Biden already made a massive blunder right right that it's just like shut up Trump <laughs> it's Joe Biden you're not going against Hillary he, or 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 anybody with any sense of he looks like a very angry little man right now Trump does I mean he's he's not uh look at the look on his face holy shit I wish people could see this yeah well uh, they're both looking to the left yeah N like, yeah but just the Trump look on Trump's face is like it's he, he just is looks, staring down Biden yes Biden isn't staring him down Biden is staring at the crowd Biden did flat out did not answer that last question and even even addressed that he wasn't yeah. answering the question yeah, exactly because it was basically do you want to do a do you want to do you support something bad or yeah. do you also support something worse. bad <laughs> yeah so <laughs> it's just like something worse it's like all right but uh i think if anything my okay we're early on i like doing early predictions yeah, right, right my prediction at the end of this debate is that chris wallace will be surging in the polls <laughs> <laughs> above the two <laughs> the two combatants <laughs> i think it's he's gonna funny. come out it's people are gonna love him yeah it's funny that chris chris wallace was like you're not I'm, you're debating him not me that was that was classic that was yeah. good shit right yeah there. they they both kind of uh stumbled on onto chris I, I feel bad for chris now yeah, i feel I empathetic towards chris yeah <laughs> anyway much love to you chris all right next, you're trying man next segment <laughs> Keep yapping, man. The people understand you. <laughs> they sure 47 do. years, you've Je done nothing. They understand. Oh. All right. The second subject <laughs> Did you is say COVID-19, so which is an awfully serious subject. Sorry. They can't stop. No. Let's try to be serious about it. We have <laughs> more than 7 million cases of coronavirus in the United States, and more than 200,000 people have died. Even after we produce a vaccine, experts say that it could be months or even years before we come back to anything approaching normal. My question for both of you is, based on what you have said and done so far and what you have said you would do starting in 2021, why should the American people trust you more than your opponent to deal with this public health crisis going forward, in this case, 
The question goes to you first, sir. Two minutes uninterrupted. <laughs> uninterrupted. 200,000 dead. As you said, over 7 million infected in the United States. We, in fact, have 5%, 4% of the world's population, 20% of the deaths. 40,000 people a day are contracting COVID. In addition to that, about between 750 and 1,000 people a day are dying. When he was presented with that number, he said it is what it is. Well, it is what it is because you are who you are. That's Ooh. why it is. The mm. president has nice. no plan. He hasn't laid out anything. He knew all the way back in February how serious this crisis was. He knew it was a deadly disease. What did he do? He's on tape as acknowledging he knew it. He said he didn't tell us or give people a warning of it because he didn't want to panic the American people. You don't panic. He panicked. In addition to that, what did he do? He went in and he, we were insisting that the Chinese, the, the people we had on the ground in China should be able to go to Wuhan and determine for themselves how dangerous this was. He did not even ask Xi to do that. He told us what a great job she was doing. He said we owe him a debt of gratitude for being so transparent with us. And what did he do then? Yeah, the, he then the did, did nothing. He, he waited and waited and waited. He still doesn't have a plan. Well, I laid out sir, back in March exactly so, so what we should be doing. And I laid out again in July what we should be doing. We should be providing all the protective gear possible. We should be providing the money the House has passed in order to be able to go out and get people the help they need to keep their businesses open. Open schools that cost a lot of money. You should get out of your bunker and get out of the sand trap and get in, in your golf course and go in the Oval Office and bring together the Democrats and Republicans and fund what needs to be done now to save lives. So if wait, we wait, would have listened wait, to wait, you... you have two minutes, sir. If we would have listened to you... The country would have been left wide open. Millions of people would have died, not 200,000. And one person is too much. It's China's fault. It should have never happened. They stopped it from going in, but it was China's fault. And by the way, when you talk about numbers, you don't know how many people died in China. You don't know how many people died in Russia. You don't know how many people died in India. They don't exactly give you a straight count, just so you understand. But if you look at what we've done, I closed it and you said he's xenophobic. He's a racist and he's xenophobic because you it's didn't think I should have closed our country. Wait a minute. It says two minutes. You didn't think we should have closed our country because you thought it was too, it was terrible. You wouldn't have closed it for another two months. By my doing it early, in fact, Dr. Fauci said, President Trump saved thousands of lives. Many of you are Democrat governors said, President Trump did a phenomenal job. We worked with the governor. Oh, really? Go take a look. <laughs> the governors said I did a phenomenal job. Most of them said that. In <laughs> fact, people that would not be necessarily on my side said that. President Trump did a phenomenal job. We did. We got the gowns. We got the masks. We made the ventilators. I haven't seen anyone say And now we're weeks job, away from a vaccine. By the way, Mr. Trump. We're doing therapeutics already. Fewer Nobody. people are dying. Cuomo when they only the people sick. that are in the Far White House. Cuomo did. We've done a Governor great Newsom. job. The only thing I haven't uh, done a yeah. good job. When, when they were going through it, news. they were saying, no he's given us everything we need. He's given us more than we need. He's answered my calls. They give you good press. They give me bad press. Because that's the way it is, unfortunately. But let me just tell you something. I don't care. I've gotten used to it. But I'll tell you, Joe, you could never have done the job that we did. You don't have it in your blood. You could have never done that job. <laughs> I know how to do the job. I know how to get the job Well, you done. didn't do very well in swine flu. 
H1N1, you were a disaster. Your own chief 14, of staff said 000, you were a disaster. 14,000 people died, not 200,000. There was a no very, economic wait, 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 recession. Like, sir, you made a there far was, less there was no recession. Are we you made a bravo? Point, but <laughs> and there was no one, there's no, we didn't shut down the economy. This is his economy that's being, he shut down. The reason it's shut down is because, look, you folks at home, how many of you got up this morning and had an empty chair at the kitchen table because someone died of COVID? How many of you were in a situation where you lost your mom or dad and you couldn't even speak to them? You had a nurse holding a phone up so you could, in fact, say goodbye. You would have lost far How more many people. Far that more is, people. And, you would have been And by the way, your own, you his, his, own, me, his own CDC director says we could lose as many as another 200,000 people between now and the end of the year. And he held up. He said, if we just wear a mask, we can save half those numbers. Just just a mask. And by the way, in terms of the, the whole notion of a vaccine, we're for a vaccine, but we, I don't trust him at all, nor do you. I know you don't. <laughs> what we trust is a scientist. You don't trust, trust Dr. Johnson, Fauci. Johnson, Pfizer. We, 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 and okay, by know, the way. Gentlemen, and gentlemen then, let, me, let me move yeah, on we're getting to nowhere. questions about on. the future. Yeah, you is... both have touched on one of the <clears throat> two of the questions I'm going to ask. Uh, t- focusing on the future first. President, President Trump, doesn't stop viruses. you have repeatedly either contradicted or been at odds with some of your government's own top scientists. The week before last, the head of the Centers for Disease Control, Dr. Redfield, said it would be summer before the vaccine would become generally available to the public. You said that he was confused and mistaken. Those were your two words. But Dr. Slowey, the head of your Operation Warp Speed, has said exactly the same thing. Are they both wrong? Well, I've spoken to the companies, and we can have it a lot sooner. It's a very political thing because people like this yeah, it is a political would rather thing. make it political than save lives. God. It is a very political thing. I've spoken to Pfizer. I've spoken to all of the people that you have to speak to. We have great Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, and others. They can go faster than that by a lot. Come on, man. I'm very political make, because mention the left, or I don't know what I call it. You're suggesting to the head of your operation. <laughs> that's all that No, I disagree Backsaw, with both nah. And he didn't say that. He said it They're could be there, but it. it could also be They're much still in it. I had him in my office two he days talk, ago. He talked about the summer, sir, before it's generally available. Just like He said it's a possibility that we'll have the answer before November 1st. It could I'm, also I'm be after that. It's generally available. It, not well, we're going to deliver it right away. We have the military all set up logistically. They're all set up. We yeah. have our military that delivers soldiers and they can do 200,000 a day. Joe should say. They're going to be this And if a frog had wings, he wouldn't bump his ass a hopping. By Easter, <laughs> this would be gone away. By the warm weather, it'd be gone. Miraculous. Like he did a say that. <laughs> by the way, maybe you could yeah. inject some bleach in your arm. That would take care of it. This is the that same man. That was said sarcastically, that was you know that. I, that I, was said sarcastically. And so here's the deal. This man is talking about a vaccine. Every serious, every serious company is talking about maybe having a vaccine done by the end of the year. But the distribution of that vaccine will not occur until sometime beginning or the middle of next year to get it out if we get the vaccine. And pray God we will. May God we Mr. will. Mr. Vice President, I want to pick up the, You'll have on the that. vaccine I, I, I want to pick that. up on this question. So what you hope say are we the public to gain from Biden can trust yeah, the scientists, uh, but they can't uh, trust <laughs> President Trump. In fact, you said that again tonight. Your running mate, Senator Harris, goes further, saying the public health experts, quote, will be muzzled, will be suppressed. Given the fact that polls already show that people are concerned about the vaccine and are reluctant to take it, are you and your running mate, Senator Harris, contributing to that fear? No more than the question you just asked him. You pointed out. He puts pressure. 
and disagrees with his own scientists. But you're saying Everybody you can't, or, or Senator and, Harris is saying no, you can't trust the scientists. No, well, no, no, you can't trust the scientists. He didn't, she didn't say that. You can't she, trust She the, said the public health experts, quote, will be muzzled, <laughs> will be yes. suppressed. Well, she didn't say that. That's yeah. what we try to do, but there's millions <laughs> oh of scientists, God. there's thousands uh. of scientists out there, like here at this great <clears> hospital, <throat> that don't work for him. Their job doesn't depend on him. That's not, they're the people, they're, and by I the way. to the scientists Fox, that are in charge. By the way. They will have the vaccine very does, soon. Let him finish. Do you believe for a moment what he's telling you in light of all the lies he's told you about the whole issue relating to COVID? He still hasn't even acknowledged that he knew this was happening, knew how dangerous it was going to be back in February, and he didn't even tell you. He's on record as saying it. He panicked or he just looked at the stock market. One of the two, because guess what? A lot of people died and a lot more are going to die unless he gets a lot smarter, a lot quicker. So, Mr. President, did you use the word smart? Uh, so you said you went to Delaware State, but you forgot the name of your college. You didn't <laughs> go to so. Delaware State. You graduated <laughs> either the lowest or almost the lowest in your class. Don't ever use the word smart with me. Don't ever use that word. <laughs> oh, oh, give me a because you know what? There's nothing smart about you, Joe. 47 years, you've done well, nothing. Let's have this debate. And if we'll you would have had, smart. let me just tell you something, Joe. No, if you would have had the charge of what I was put through, I had to close the greatest economy in the history of our country. And by the way, now it's being built again. You see, and it's going to get up to fast. the economy in the next segment, sir. Okay. It's going up fast. Okay. To I, when it comes to how the virus has been handled so far, the two of you have taken very different approaches, and this is going to affect how the virus is handled going forward by whichever of you ends up becoming the next president. I want to quickly go through several of those. Reopenings. Vice President Biden, you have been much more reluctant than President Trump about reopening the economy and schools. Why, sir? Because he doesn't have a plan. If I were running, I'd know how, <laughs> what the plan is. You've got to provide these businesses the ability the to have the money to Trump. be able to reopen That's with why. the PPE as answer. well as with the sanitation they need. You have to provide Tell them plastic. Tell that to Nancy Pelosi. To, well, he's just shush for a minute. Tell it to the, Nancy the, Pelosi. Why? You know, by the way, Chuck. Nancy Pelosi and Schumer, they have a plan. He won't even meet with them. The Republicans won't meet with okay. the Senate. And he, and he sits he sits on his golf course. And, well, I mean, nah. literally, okay. think about it. You probably Come on. play think more than Stop I it, Chris. Uh, uh, Stop what him. about this question of <laughs> reopenings? And the fact well, he wants to shut down this country. Oh. And I want to keep it open. And we you did get, a great thing by shutting it down. Shut it down. Wait a minute, let, Joe. Let, let, let me shut you down for a second, Joe, just for one second. <laughs> we want to... He wants to shut down the country. We just went through it. We had to because we didn't know anything about the disease. Now we found that elderly people with heart problems and uh, diabetes and different problems are very, very vulnerable. We learned a lot. Young children aren't. Uh, even younger people aren't. We've learned a lot. But he wants to shut it down. More people will be hurt. By continuing, if you look at Pennsylvania, if you look at certain states that have been shut down, they have Democrat governors all. One of the reasons they're shut down is because they want to keep it shut down until after the election oh, yeah. on November 3rd. I want to move on to another subject. Because it's a political I want to move on to another subject. But those states, those states are not doing well that are shut I've, down right got now. To respond to uh, that. President Trump, shut down you have country. begun to increasingly question the effectiveness of masks as a disease preventer. And in fact, recently you have cited the, the issue of, of waiters touching their masks and touching plates. Are you 
questioning no, the, I think the, the masks efficacy are okay. of, of You have masks. to understand, if you look, I mean, I have a mask right here. I put a mask on, you know, when I think I need it. Tonight, as an example, everybody's had a test, and you've had social distancing and all of the things that you have to. But I Just wear like masks rally. when needed. When needed, I wear masks. Okay, let me ask. I don't have. To, I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking 200 feet away from it. He shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. I will <laughs> say. Vice, I will Vice, say this. Vice President Biden. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> Look, what the fuck are we the talking way to about? Open businesses. Wow, I know. Give them the wherewithal to be able to open. We provided money. The Congress but I was asking you, sir, about masks. Well, masks mask make a big difference. His own head of the CDC said if we just wore masks between now, if there, everybody wore masks in social distance between now and January, we'd probably save up to 100,000 lives. It matters. And they've also it said matters. the opposite. They've and also said no, the no serious person said the opposite. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, they did. Right, Dr. Ask Fauci. Yeah, they did. Dr. Fauci yeah, they're talking about the hurt. Yeah. 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 We got a little very bit strongly. more than a minute left. They're saying it back in March. Yeah. Uh, not to create a panic. Same shit Trump did. Picking and choosing which one they were going If the hurt thing does happen, there's going to be a lot of people die. Even affected the way that you have campaigned. President Trump, you're holding large rallies. The economy stays shut down even more. Thousands of people. Imagine you're going to keep yes, your sir. job. Agreed. Uh, Vice President Biden, you are holding much smaller uh, events with... Because nobody will show up. People with... What's <laughs> <laughs> well, true. Nobody shows up to his <laughs> right. right. In any case, why <laughs> you holding the big rallies, why you not? <laughs> yeah, he did. Who goes first, sir? Because people <laughs> want to hear what I have to say. I mean, but are you I'm not worried a great about job as a president, and I'll have 25, 35,000 people show up at airports. We use airports. Are you not worried about the disease issues, sir? Well, so far, we have had no problem whatsoever. It's outside. That's a big difference, according to the experts. And we do them outside. <laughs> we have tremendous crowds, as you see. I mean, every and, and literally on 24 hours notice. And Joe does the circles and has three people someplace. <laughs> <laughs> One of the last big rallies he has. And a reporter came up to him to ask him a question. He said, no, no, no. Stand back. Put on your mask. Put on a mask. Have you been tested? I'm way, I'm way far away from those other people. That's what he said. I can't. I'm going to be okay. He's not worried about you. He's not worried about the people out there breathing in one another. We've had no negative effect. Down. It's their decision. No negative, negative effect. effect. We've Come had on. no negative Jesus effect. Christ. And we've well, had 35, 40,000 right. people in these rallies. Just yes. quickly finish yeah. up because I want to move on to our next Yes, one. I will. All right. Have we not forget? Have we, we have a lot to unpack on this one. Yeah, like well, Joe right there. He's not worried about you. I don't want the government worried about me. Right. Have they forgot about the whole American ideal of personal choice? Like, fuck off with that. Anyway, yes. what you got, Doug? Oh, no. I'm just saying uh, Trump is just uh, being Trump, man. That's all he's doing. He's, do he's basically doing everything I thought he was going to do in this. Well, I mean, so far, this debate is trash. Yeah, it is. Like, it's it just is not. It, he's... What the the thing that's missing out of this debate is Biden uh coming back at him in a in a from the fucking gut way. You know what I'm saying? If that if look, dude, you know me. I I think they're both fucking just babbling idiots. Yeah. Um But Trump is not he's not saying anything that everybody doesn't already know. And um, when you when you and Biden is trying to stay on policy, but Trump keeps knocking him off of it. So yeah, Biden is uh, trying to stick to his notes because yeah. if he starts going off, everyone knows right. that is disaster zone right. for Biden. Exactly, it is. But 
Well, it's not just disaster zone. It's just it makes for the debate being trash. I mean, it's just it's um. But that's they're what everybody. Not, neither one of them are saying what they're gonna do to make shit better or to change shit or because to, it's not going to make any difference and everyone knows I, it yeah, no, could, I, know, I know i'm just saying that's what a debate is supposed to be about basically all they're doing is trading barbs well you did this in 47 years well you're doing this now it's just like a a fucking playground fight but between not, two it, but, but you know children but it's not even because it if it was that, at least it would be entertaining. Right. This is well, neither. Yeah. yeah. I think that what a lot of people had in their in their heads, I, for one, for sure did, and I think most everybody did, is they were hoping they would see an absolute train wreck of Joe Biden talking about women in grocery stores stacking ketchup bottles right, and right. talking nonsense and Trump just fucking being an asshole. Right. And we're getting a little... We're well, getting Trump's, neither. Trump's being an asshole. I mean, he's... I he's, mean, but not... I guess what I'm saying he's is t- by talking over him and say that and and that but uh, will matter to a lot of people watching nobody this. that's questioning if they're going to vote for Trump or Biden. No, no, uh, like no. that's a, that's the whole point. This isn't swinging any. Votes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not swinging. For, yeah. And with that being said, I, I just want to be entertained. Every it, I'm speaking for myself, but I know I'm speaking for a lot of other people that everybody's expectation was that this was going to be a lot crazier than it is. It's not nearly that. Off the wall. Right, right. So I, I, I'll be honest. I'm here. I crack open a beer. I want this to be a shit show. Right, right. And I'm not seeing a shit show yet. So right All now, right. I'm disappointed. All right. Well, let's continue. Both their policies He's been suck. totally irresponsible I just want to be entertained. the way in which he has handled the, the social distancing and people wearing masks, basically encouraged them not to. All right. Ben, he's a fool on this. If you could get the crowds, you would have done the same thing. But you can't. Nobody cares. <laughs> Gentlemen, can we move on to the economy? Gentlemen, can we move on to the economy? Yes. The economy is, I think it's fair to say, recovering faster than expected from the shutdown. Much this, faster. In the second quarter, the unemployment rate fell to 8.4% last month. The Federal Reserve says the hit to, to growth, which is going to be there, is not going to be nearly as big as they had expected. President Trump, you say we are in a V-shaped recovery. Super V. Vice President Biden, you say it's more of a K-shape. What difference does that mean to the American people in terms of the economy? President Trump, in this segment, you go first. So we built the greatest economy in history. We closed it down because of the China plague. When the plague came in, we closed it down, which was very hard psychologically to do. He didn't think we should close it down, and he was wrong. And again, two million people would be dead now instead of still 204,000 people is too much. One person is too much. Should have never happened from China. But what happened is we closed it down and now we're reopening and we're doing record business. We had 10.4 million people in a four month period that we've put back into the workforce. That's a record the likes of which nobody's ever seen before. And he wants to close down the, he will shut it down again. He will destroy this country. You know, a lot of people between drugs and alcohol and depression, when you start shutting it down, you take a look at what's happening at some of your Democrat run states where they have these tough shutdowns. And I'm telling you, it's because they don't want to open it. One of them came out last week, you saw that. Oh, we're going to open up on November 9th. Why November 9th? Because it's after the election. They think they're hurting us by keeping them closed. They're hurting people. People know what to do. They can social distance. They can wash the hands. They can wear masks. They can do whatever they want. But they got to open these states up. When you look at North Carolina, when you look and these governors are under siege, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and a couple of others, 
you got to open these states up. It's not fair. You're talking about almost it's like being in prison. And you look at what's going on with divorce. Look at what's going on with alcoholism and drugs. It's a very, very sad thing. And he'll close down the whole country. This guy will close down the whole country and destroy our country. Our country is coming back incredibly well, setting records as it does it. We don't need somebody to come in and say, let's shut it down. All right. Your two minutes, sir. We're now moved to you. I don't as disagree. I, as I said, posing the question, the president says it's a V-shaped recovery. You say it's a K-shaped recovery. What's the difference? The difference is millionaires and billionaires like him in the middle of the COVID crisis have done very well. Another billionaires have made another $300 billion because of his profligate tax proposal, no. and he only focused on the market. But you folks at home, you folks living in Scranton and Claymont and all the small towns and working class towns in America, how well are you doing? This guy paid well, a total of $750 in taxes. Sir, sir, wait, wait, no. Sir, it's just the wrong state. No, I understand. You've agreed to the two minutes, so please let him have it. Yeah. Will I get my time back? The fact is that he has, in fact, worked on this in a way that he's going to be the first president of the United States to leave office having fewer jobs in his administration than when he became president. Fewer jobs than when he became president. First one in American history. Secondly, the people who have lost their jobs are those people who have been on the front lines, those people who have been saving our lives, those people who have been out there dying, people who have been putting themselves in the way to make sure that we could all try to make it. And the idea that he is insisting that we go forward and open when you have almost half the states in America with a significant increase in COVID deaths and COVID cases in the United States of America. And he wants to open it up more. Why does he want to open it up? Why doesn't he take care of the America? You can't fix the economy until you fix the COVID crisis. And he has no intention of doing anything about making it better for you all at home in terms of your health and your safety. Schools, why aren't schools open? Because it costs a lot of money to open them safely. You know, they were going to give, his administration was going to give the teachers and school students masks. And then they decided, no, couldn't do that because it's not a national emergency. Not a national emergency. They've done nothing to help small businesses. Nothing. They're closing. One in six is now gone. He ought to get on the job and take care of the needs of the American people so we can open safely. All right. Your time is up, sir. Well, we are going to get to the, I we're have gonna, to respond to that. Well, you both had two minutes, sir. Excuse me, he made a statement. Yeah. So did you. People want so their schools. You. No, people want their schools open. They don't want to be shut down. They don't want their state shut down. They want their restaurants. I look at New York. It's so sad what's happening in New York. It's almost like a ghost town. And I'm not sure it can ever recover what they've done in New York. People want their places open. They want to get back to their lives. People They'll be careful, be safe. but they want their schools open. Okay. Want I'm the one safe. that brought back football. By the way, I brought back Big Ten football. <laughs> It was me, and I'm very happy to do it. And <laughs> All right, the people of Ohio are very proud of me. And you know we're how I get found back, out when you took gentlemen, the phone? Gentlemen, we're going to get to he your had to economic say that plans. In Ohio. Going you know he was just waiting to first, find Mr. a President, way to get that one in. Yeah. As you well know, there's a new report that in 2016, the year you were elected president, and 2017, your first year as president, that you paid $750 a year in federal income tax each of those years. I know that you pay a lot anything, of other taxes, but I'm asking you the specific question. Is it true that you paid $750 in federal income taxes 
each of those two years. I paid millions of dollars in taxes, millions of dollars of income tax. And let me just tell you, there was a story in one of the papers. Show I paid, your tax I paid $38 million one year. I paid $27 million one year. Show us your tax year. returns. There you I go, went, Joe. <laughs> uh, you'll see it as soon as it's finished. You'll see it. You know, if you oh, want to do, it's go to the Board of Elections. There's a 118-page or so report that says everything I have, every bank I have, I'm totally under leveraged because the assets are extremely good. And we have a very, we have a, we, I built Sir, a great I'm asking company. you a specific question, which but is. let me tell you. I, I understand all of that. I, I understand all of that. But, but let me, a, no, Mr. President, I'm asking you a question. Will you tell us how much you paid in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017? Millions of dollars. You paid millions of dollars? Millions in, of dollars, So yes. not 700 Millions of dollars, and you'll get to see I, it. I, and you'll get to when? see it. But and let me Shala? just tell you, Chris, let me just say something, that it was the tax laws. I don't want to pay tax. Before I came here, I was a private developer. I was a private business people. Like every other private person, unless they're stupid, they go through the laws, and that's what it is. He passed a tax bill that gave us all these privileges for depreciation mm -hmm. and for uh, tax credits. We built a building no, where we get fraud. tax credits like the hotel <laughs> it's not on fraud. Pennsylvania. It is you fraud. He paid $5.2 million dollars in 1970. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. I rolled over. Right after that I wish he would have paid zero in federal. you want to respond? Yeah, I do want to respond. Look, the tax code that made him put him in a position that he pays less tax than a school teacher makes on the money a school teacher makes is because of him take he says he's smart because he can take advantage of the tax code and he does take advantage of the tax code that's why i'm going to eliminate the trump tax cuts and we're going to i'm going to eliminate those tax okay. cuts and make sure that we invest in the people who in fact need the help People out there need help. But why didn't I you do it over 20, uh, the no, last no, no, 25 wait, years? No, because you weren't president. Because you weren't president screwing things up. You were a senator. You're and the, the worst way, you president vice, America has ever had. Hey, hey, Come Joe, on. Let me, let me just tell you, Joe. I've done more in <laughs> in 47 months. I've oh, done more than you've go. done in 47 years, Joe. We've done things that you never even thought of doing, okay. including Gentlemen, fixing the broken military that you gave me, let's, including let's, taking care of we're your talking, vets. Mr. President, we're talking about the economy. I'd like to ask you about your plans going okay, forward. Just fight. Because Okay. We got to unpack this one real quick. Let's do it. All right. Uh, yes, Trump does commit tax fraud. I am a, I have my own business. I know about depreciation. I know about all of that shit. And if you do it to scale, which Trump, if you, if I was to scale it up to the money Trump has, mm -hmm. he's committing tax fraud for one, the, the biggest, his biggest thing, dude, his biggest fear. I'm telling you, this man is going to go bankrupt and probably do time. And and people, nobody wants to believe that. Nobody I wants to believe that. I don't believe that. But I know. See, yeah, I know. You don't believe it either. No, because the rich and powerful don't do no, time most I, of the well, time. I, well, he will go bankrupt. He will definitely go bankrupt. And um, and the only way he doesn't go bankrupt is if he, if he wins this election, this is, I'm telling you, that's the reason why they put the tax things out now that they've done. Because when you have a president of the United States that's $421 million in debt mm -hmm. and doesn't have the cash to pay for it, doesn't have the cash to float it, that is begging for foreign influence to fucking 
it just take over the United States of America. But the value now, of the properties that no, he owns, no, the banks will just give okay. him another one and roll it no, on. No, I don't think that'll happen. I don't think that'll happen because they've look. But that's this what is the thing. Done. This is the thing. They've lost so much it. money. His properties, his properties, everything that he claims on his taxes, as far as losses, is fraudulent. That is fraudulent under the U.S. tax law. Mm-hmm. It is fraud. And once the fucking Southern District of New York. Which now they've got all the power they need to get his tax returns. Well, since this tax thing came out, yeah, they've got all the power they need to get his tax returns. And if they go back twenty years on his tax returns, oh my god, the fraud that is going to show up in that is going to make Bernie Madoff look like fucking. Uh, I mean, is it going to make him look like a schoolboy? There's no doubt about it that he's reported losses. And 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 made it look like he has as little money as possible right. to pay the least amount of taxes right. possible, and that is fraud. To claim that's, more losses than you actually have is fraud. That's that's fraud. It depreciation. I know what the fuck it is, dude. I do it every year on my shit. I understand. I understand. But I, what I'm saying is, I don't give a flying fuck that he paid seven hundred fifty dollars in federal. No, I don't tax. either. I don't. But either. that's what they're trying to claim here. No, I know. I, I know. don't give a flying fuck. No, I don't. He either. did pay five point two million dollars. Yes. in income taxes right. in those two years. Well, it wasn't income tax. It was company. It was yes. I but know he, what you're saying. He, he, you're talking he, about personal he cut shit. A check to the right. IRS right. for five point two million right. fucking dollars. Right. No, no, I get that. If he, if it should have been hundreds of million dollars, I don't care. I'm 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 a kooky libertarian that thinks that taxation is theft anyway. So I, hell, I think you overpaid by seven hundred and fifty bucks, Trump. Well, no, no this, this doesn't is, bother. This is my point. This is why this bothers me. Yeah. If I if I did what he does on his taxes, I would be audited, and then I would probably go to jail because I wouldn't have the money to pay all of the shit that he's done. Yeah. And and there is a, he has a seventy one million dollar tax refund that he got from the irs that's in court right now yeah and if and if that tax if if he's found guilty of that he's gonna instead of 71 million he's gonna owe over 100 million sure and and it's because of fraudulent tax shit sure but and here's, that is what's gonna make him go bankrupt because here, he can't yeah I don't, I don't care about him going bankrupt no, no. like he, he 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 might he he won't i that i don't care the amount of money that he pays other people to do his taxes, it's not like Trump is sitting there with a with a green brimmed oh, fucking no, visor and he's like, I'm going to fuck them over. He he pays more to attorneys to do his taxes <laughs> right, than right. I will ever pay taxes. Right. So they are the ones that are finding whatever areas that they can code things within that. And then people that are at this level of paying taxes are constantly going in to different, you know, there's court hearings on the amount of money that they owe. There, this is normal to a degree to have your taxes questioned and overlooked and audited and all this other stuff. Once you get to that level, like because Biden in that New York Times report came out, Biden paid over three million dollars in taxes. That is fucking alarming. That a public servant is making enough money to where that is the amount of taxes that he's paying. No one wants it's, to look at it that way. They no, just want no. to look at it as Trump is a slithering. He's using attorneys. Attorneys no, no, are, dude, are I, slimy I, I, fools. Like That's, I said, all of them. All of them are criminals. Yeah, all of them are criminals. But the thing th- about Trump, uh, Biden's not four hundred twenty-one million dollars in debt. I, we know this. Trump is, you know, and if if 
he gets reelected. That's the only thing I worry about, dude. That's the that's the only thing I've ever worried about with Trump was the money. It was the money. It's always come down to the money and who he owes the money to. He owes money to China. He owns he owes money to Russia mm-hmm. and he owes money to Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And all three of those fucking countries are we the know, same are the same countries that America uh, 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 owes money uh, uh, to. No, I know, but so we're if anything, not, he's no, well, a no, true model of the American <laughs> fucking system. And that's uh, he's a microcosm of how fucked up this whole thing right. actually is. Right. So I see it as, yeah, the whole thing's fucked. But I, his Trump's taxes, I could not possibly give less of a fuck about. I mean, he said it back in... He already addressed this in 2016 when Hillary came out and said, this man literally pays no federal income taxes. He Look, goes, that, that, that's because I'm smart. I'll and give I you agree a, with him on that. I'll give you a an example of what, 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 why it makes me feel this way. I have friends of mine that have never paid taxes. Mm-hmm. Never. And, uh, and I've always thought that was wrong. That's It's fucking wrong. They've never paid any tax. But somebody like Trump would say, that's smart. It's smart. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck the government. Everybody um, looks for as many write-offs as possible to pay the least amount of taxes no, as possible and, because no, it's no, smart. No, that's, and, and if you, that's, can, and if and you that's, can get that down as close to zero as possible, yeah, that is smart. Yes, that is smart. But what I'm saying is, is when you have someone who doesn't pay any taxes at all, mm-hmm. and then you have somebody like me, and then you have somebody like Trump, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to compare those three. Yeah. For one thing, the guys that don't pay any taxes at all, they're not smart. One day, something's going to happen, and they're going to get busted, and they're going to wind up having to make a deal with the IRS to stay out of fucking jail. Oh, if, one yeah, if, day. They're, if they're just not all paying right. because they're skipping it yeah, entirely, yeah, yeah, then, yeah, then yeah, that's fucking retarded. No, I'm no, I, I have friends that have done that for <laughs> okay, a very yeah, long that, time. That's just not uh, smart. It's uh, yes. not a smart future plan. And, and, um, and then you have uh, people like me that uh, I... Everything right. Everything right. Dude, I go buy my fucking bank account. All mm-hmm. the money that I make mm-hmm. is what I, you know, that's what we, that's the way we do it. We do our taxes right, which is why I owe the fucking IRS so much money in back taxes. Yeah. I owe them a lot of money and I'm not going to go into that. Then you got Trump. I'm doing it right. If Trump was doing it right, mm-hmm. Trump wouldn't be paying $750 a year in taxes. And and when Trump goes down, all these attorneys, all these accountants that you are talking about, yeah. they're going to go down with him. Yeah. All of them are. Anybody that signed their name on some fraudulent shit to the IRS, it, that shit, they should get them all. They should all be burned. That's my thing with Trump. That sounds it's, like a personal vendetta. It, it's not a personal vendetta. It's a vendetta, it's a vendetta against a criminal. That man is a criminal. I know people that he has fucking I'm, perpetuated I hear crime you, but that, on. That's, that's still a personal thing. I'm looking at it as the, the the criminal organization in this instance to me is the IRS. People who do things the right way always get fucked. That's, well, that's the American system. Well, that's me what and you needs... pay taxes every fucking Correct. day. That's what I'm saying. So Correct. Does it, do you not feel If that... I had enough money to pay attorneys... To where I could pay next to fucking nothing? Yes, I would do that. If I could pay $50,000 to save millions of dollars, I would do that. Right. Instead of paying thousands of dollars to the IRS. But would you knowingly lie about shit that you 
Would you knowingly lie on no, a government no. fucking form to the IRS? No, saying, no, which is why I'll never be a millionaire. And, but, and also, which is why you're not a fucking criminal. Yeah. He's a criminal. Both uh, of them are. No, I know. That's what <laughs> I'm we're saying. talking about. The government. That's here. why we're talking that's about a why government. I don't get why people are so. It, we're talking about somebody frauding another criminal Ex- organization. Exactly. I Just don't like, give a fuck about his taxes. Uh, which or is why if he's I, a don't, criminal. I, don't I don't vote. I can't pick. Look, if if people knowingly vote for a president that mm-hmm. they know owes four hundred and twenty-one million dollars in debt. Yeah. If they do that, mm-hmm. whoever votes for this guy, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what to tell you. Because that's, that's not important to them. I know, but I, I, I don't know why it's not important to them because it should be. Because of the influence that that has on that's, somebody. They're, they're, no, look, their position, look, this is the thing. This is, let me get to my point. Uh, their the, position the, of power is what can breed right, that this influence. Is, this is the biggest part of my point right here. Um, to get a job in the White House... In the White House, doesn't matter what the fuck you do. If you're a janitor in the White House, you can't have a credit card debt over a certain limit. Uh, Mr. Vice President, your economic plan. Okay. So let's let's continue. Elected president, that's, that's uh, my focuses point. Focuses a lot on that's big government, point. big it's, taxes, big spending. I want to focus first. I on would the vote taxes. for the guy that would be bankrupt at you the end of his presidency over someone being paid four hundred million dollars because of his presidency. I'll say that much. on individuals making more than four hundred thousand dollars a year and on corporations. President Trump says that that kind of an increase in taxes is going to hurt the economy as it's just coming out of a recession. Well, just take a look at what as the, the analysis done by Wall Street firms points out that my, my economic plan would create 7 million more jobs than his in four years, number one. <laughs> Government doesn't number create jobs. number two, it would create an additional $1 trillion in economic growth because it would be about buying American. That we have to, we're going to make this federal government spend $600 billion a year on everything I don't from think he wants to go down this road with Trump. to steel, to buildings, <laughs> and the like. This is going to be good and under life. my proposal, we're going to make sure that every penny of that has to be made by a company. But, but respectfully, in sir, I'm talking about taxes, not spending. Oh, well, by the way, I'm going to eliminate a significant number of the tax. I'm going to make the, the, the corporate tax, 28%. It shouldn't be 21%. You have 19 company, 91 companies, federal, I mean, in the Fortune 500, who don't pay a single penny in tax, making billions of dollars. Why didn't you do it billions before of when you were vice president because, with Obama? Because you, in fact, passed that. That was so your I, tax I, proposal. I got it done. And you know what happened? Yeah, you got it done. Our economy boomed and like the, it's and never boomed. The economy Mr. President, let me pick up on that. You would continue your free market approach, lower taxes, more deregulation, correct? Not lower taxes for American people. But, but, but let me, Excuse me. But in, but in Obama's, you talk about the economy booming. It turns out that in Obama's final three years as president, more jobs were created, a million and a half more jobs there you go. than in the first three years of your presidency. There you go. They had the slowest <laughs> recovery since 19, economic recovery since 1929. And why is that? the slowest recovery. Also, they took over something that was down here. All you had to do is turn on the lights and you pick up a lot. But they had the well, slowest economic recovery since 1929. Let me tell you about the stock market. When the <laughs> stock market goes up, that means jobs. It also means 401ks. If you got in, if you ever became president with your ideas, you want to terminate my tax, 
my taxes, I, I'll tell you what, you'll lose half of the companies that have poured in here will leave. And plenty half of companies, companies that are already here, they'll leave for other places. Have they will leave and you will have a depression the likes of which you've never seen. Look, Mr. we inherited the worst recession short of a depression in American history. I All right. I got to stop it right there. Uh, yeah, I like it. All right, that is absolutely what he's fixing to say is absolutely true. Yeah. What what Don, the, Donald Trump is comparing everything that he's done off of all the shit that was built up through Obama when it was handed over to Donald Trump. Yeah. Obama was handed a shit show. He was handed a fucking. I know we went through it. We, yeah. We've already, we lived through this shit. Yeah. Uh, so for Trump to Trump can't even compare anything that's happened in the economy that he's done to anything that Obama did. And and when he does that, it's it, all these all the Republicans they all say it. And you cannot. This is what's so crazy about fighting with a Trumpster. Mm-hmm. It's it's fucking amazing. You can show them a graph of the stock market. You can show it to them. Yeah. And you can see on the graph, yes, it did keep going up after Trump. Yeah. But it was already, it was the same fucking line. Yeah. It was already up. It was already going up. Yeah. So for any, for anybody to say, for, for Trump to say anything about the economy mm-hmm. is bullshit. That's his and, job to do, though. And not only that. Just like it's Biden's but, job to but shit it. And, and, and we have argued this before. Mm-hmm. I've always said the president ain't got shit to do with the economy. And you say he does. Yeah. Now, if the president does have shit to do with the economy, then Obama did a fucking stellar job with the economy. It, you have to admit that if you if you if you believe a president can affect the economy, you have to say Obama did a fucking stellar job because we went from fucking zero zero yeah to fucking prosperity. The way, under Obama's the, the way that I say a president can affect the economy is the same as having a toddler affect your surgery. All they can do is fuck it up. Well, they can't make it better. And, and all they can do is get the fuck out of the way. So and, a stellar and, job of getting out of the fucking way. After you bailed out the banks and kicked five million people out of their homes, and that, and and all that, was, that all that bad shit that he did do, he didn't do it. He Obama didn't do all that. Did that. No, he didn't do that. Trump, fucking Bush did that, dude. Look, Obama look. still bailed out the fucking bank. No, they got he did. Couple, he had yeah, to. That's what he I'm saying. To. That's so. That's what I'm saying. It's the same thing with arguing with a with a uh, with a never Trumper or with a Democrat. Right, it, right. It, it's that. It, it's absolutes at all times, right. and and the other guy's always wrong, and my guy's always right. right. No, they they're always they're always getting in the way of the people recovering on their own, and all they're doing is passing more shit that all it can do is hinder jobs. The government doesn't create jobs; all they can do is restrict job that, growth. That look, look, you're you're making my point exactly. For me. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but I, tr- but but I will have to say this: Trump is going to get railed on anything negative that happens while he's in office, right. Obama will get nailed for the same thing. Right. Trump will take credit for any good thing that happened in his... That's the game. Right. No, no, I understand and it would that. And it would be strategically stupid for Trump not to take credit for any of the good stuff under his watch. Because the, the recession in 2009 
versus the government shutdown of this year are very different right. because they're they they came for they, yeah they, completely they, different. They, or, they their origin story is very different. Right, one right. was government caused, right. and the other one was government influence in the market. Right. So anyway, Let's that, continue. that's a little different. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> I was asked to bring it back. We were able to have an economic recovery that created the jobs you're talking about. We handed him a booming economy. He blew it. It wasn't he booming. Blew he blew it. It wasn't booming. It. It, was, it was the weakest the, recovery well, sir, is since to, Wait, wait. Is it, fair to, is it fair to say he blew it when, in when fact, COVID it was re- no. when there was record un- low unemployment yeah. before COVID? Yeah, but, but because what he did, even before COVID, manufacturing went in the hole. Manufacturing went in a hole. Excuse number me, one. Chris. Wait. Number two. Chris. Number three. They said they, it would take. Got, no, you were number two. No. Chris, Chris. <laughs> they oh, said God. it would this take a miracle something. to bring back manufacturing. I brought back 700,000 jobs. They brought back nothing. They gave up on manufacturing. We Part did of not my regret. standard fare. I'm the guy that he brought totally back gave the automobile up on manufacturing. Industry. All right, let him we brought back, I was asked to bring back Chrysler and General Motors. We brought them back right here in the state of Ohio and Michigan. He blew it. They're gone. He blew it. And in fact, they're going. Ohio had the best year it's ever had last year. Michigan had the best year they've ever had. That is not true. Many car companies came in from Germany, from Japan, went to Michigan, went to Ohio. They're not having. And they didn't come in with you, Mr. Vice President. Go ahead. And so you take a look at what he's actually done. He's done very little. His trade deals are the same way. He talks about these great trade deals. You know, he talks about the art of the deal. China's made, perfected the art of the steel. We have a higher deficit with China now than we did before. We have the highest deficit, trade deficit China with Mexico. Your lunch, All right, gentlemen, in, in, China ate your lunch. China ate your lunch, Joe. And but, no wonder okay. your son goes in and he takes out, he takes out billions of dollars takes out billions of dollars to manage. He makes millions of dollars. And also, Simply while we're at true. it, why Simply is it, true. just out of curiosity, the mayor of Moscow's wife gave your son three and a half million comes. dollars. That's what did he true. do to deserve it? That what did he do with Barista none to of deserve $183,000? None of that is true. Not an answer. Not, none of that is true. Oh, really? He totally didn't give three no, and a half hey, Mr. President, is totally, Mr. President, please. Totally discredited. Totally discredited. And by the way, well, wait, he talk, didn't get three and a half million dollars, Joe. Mr. Vice, he got three and a half million dollars. It is not true. Oh, really, Mr. Oh, President? But, Mr. You, it's a, it's an open discussion. Please, no, you, it's, you, it's a fact. Well, there, you have not, raised an issue. Like let Mr. President discredited. There was a report fucking walking Cartman with no experience in energy. Mr. Look, President, no my son did nothing wrong at Burisma. I think he did, Mr. President. Let him answer. He doesn't want to let me answer because he knows I have the truth. His position has been totally, thoroughly discredited. By who? And the great. media. By everybody. Well, by the, by media, the media, by our allies, by the World Bank, by, e- <laughs> by everyone has discredited. As matter of Dude, fact, no, matter of fact, Mr. even President, the people who testified under oath. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Henry, Henry, no, no, oath. go ahead, Mr. Henry, I'm listening to you. People under, you got three and a half he, million dollars from Moscow. Te- he testified under oath and his administration said, I did my job and I did it very well. Oh, really? I did it I'd honorably. Like to know who they are. Every, well, I'll give you the list I'll of the people them. who testified. No, no, go ahead, sir. Sure, you, you've already fired most of them because they did some a good job. Some people don't well, do a good here's job. The, with you, Go ahead. You get the the wait a minute. You get the final word, Mr. Well, it's hard to get any word in with this clown. Excuse me. This, hey, hey this let me person. just say, Jim. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm Mr. President. Three and a half million, Joe. That is simply Why did he deserve true. three and a half million it from did, Moscow? Look, here's the deal. We want to talk about families and ethics. I don't want to do that. 
I mean, his family we could talk about all night. His family's my already... Family's, no, 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 my family already lost a fortune by coming down ahead. and helping Go us ahead. with government. Ahead, and that's Every, such a... Every right single one of them lost This is not about my family or his family. It's about your family. The American people, he doesn't... That's not true. It doesn't want to talk about what you need. You, the American people. It's about you. That's what we're talking about here. All right, that's the end of the segment. We're moving on. He didn't take them. Well, Vice President, <laughs> no. Can I be honest? It's a very important question. No, I he stood up. No, the answer to the question is no. Ukraine. No, I, sir. With a billion oh, dollars. That is absolutely not true. You're just cut the mic. I don't understand why they don't ever do that. Just cut them. I hate to raise my voice, but it seems to me, why shouldn't I be different than the two of you? So here's the deal. Good point. We have... Six segments. We have ended that segment. We're going to go to the next segment. In that segment, you each are going to have two uninterrupted moments. In those two interrupted minutes, Mr. President, you can say anything you want. I'm going to ask a question about race, but if you want to answer about something else, go ahead. But we, we, I think that the country would be better served if we allowed both people to speak with fewer interruptions. I, I'm appealing to you, sir, to do that. Well, and him too. Well, frankly, you've been doing more interrupting. Well, that's right, but he does plenty. Well, less than, <laughs> sir, less does than plenty. No, he less does. than you have. Let's uh, please continue on. The issue of race. Vice President Biden, you say that President Trump's response to the violence in Charlottesville three years ago, when he talked about very fine people on both sides, was what directly led you to launch this run for president. Oh, yeah, sure. President Trump, you have often said that you believe you have done more for black Americans than any president with the possible exception of Abraham Lincoln. My question for the two of you is why should voters trust you rather than your opponent to deal with the race issues facing this country over the next four years? Vice President Biden, you go first. It's about equity and equality. It's about decency. It's about the Constitution. And we have never walked away from trying to require equity for everyone, equality for the whole of America. But we've never accomplished it. But we've never walked this away impossible. from it like he has done. You dummy. It is true. The reason I got in the race is when those people, close your eyes, remember what those people look like coming out of the fields carrying torches, their veins bulging, spewing, just spewing anti-Semitic bile and accompanied by the Ku Klux Klan. A young woman got killed. And they asked the president what he thought. He said there were very fine people on both sides. No president has ever Finish said anything statement. like that. Finish it's, it is who's now, who second, it, sir. Second point I'd make is that <laughs> when Floyd was killed, when Mr. Floyd was killed, there was a peaceful protest in front of the White House. What did he do? He came out of his bunker, had the military do use tear gas on him so he could walk across to a church and hold up a Bible. And then what happened after that? The bishop of that very church said that it was the disgrace. The general who was with him said he all, he all he ever wants to do is divide people, not unite people at all. This is a president who has used everything as a dog whistle to try to generate racist hatred, racist division. This is a man who, in fact, you talk about helping African-Americans. One in 1,000 African-Americans has been killed because of the coronavirus. And if he doesn't do something quickly, by the end of the year, one in 500 will have been killed. One in 500 African-Americans. This man, this man is the, is the savior of African-Americans? This man cares at all? 
This man's done virtually nothing. Look, the fact is that you have to look at what he talks about. You have to look at what he did. And what he did has been disastrous for the African-American community. Oh, Joe. So, oh, Joe. President Trump, you have two minutes. Why should and what percentage Americans of is, uh, trust you over <laughs> the number of black people that you put in prison? Deal with he did a crime bill <laughs> in 1994. Here he goes. Where you call them super predators, African-Americans, the super predators. And they've no, never sir. forgotten it. They've never forgotten it, I've Joe. No, no, sir. It's his two minutes. So you did that, and they call you super predator, and I'm letting people out of jail now that you have treated the African-American population community, you have treated the black community about as bad as anybody in this country. You did the 1990, and that's why, if you look at the polls, I'm doing better than any Republican has done in a long time, because they saw what you did. You call them super predators, and you've called them worse than that. Because you look back at your testimony over the years, you've called them a lot worse than that. As far as the church is concerned, and as far as the generals are concerned, we just got the support of 200 mil 250 military leaders and generals. Total support. Law enforcement, almost every law enforcement group in the United States. I have Florida, I have Texas, I have Ohio, I have every, excuse me, Portland. The sheriff just came out today and he said, I support President Trump, I don't think you have any law enforcement. You can't even say the word law enforcement, because if you say those words, you're going to lose all of your radical left supporters. And why aren't you saying those words, Joe? Why don't you say the words law enforcement? Because you know what? If they called us in Portland, we would put out that fire in a half an hour, but they won't do it because they're run by radical left Democrats. If you look at Chicago, if you look at any place you want to look, Seattle, they heard we were coming in the following day and they put up their hands and we got back Seattle. Minneapolis, we got it back, Joe, because we believe in law and order, but you don't. The top 10 cities and just about the top 40 cities are run by Democrats and in many cases, radical left. And they've got you wrapped around their finger, Joe, to a point where you don't want to say anything about law and order. And I'll tell you what, the people of this country want and demand law and order, and you're afraid to even say it. All right. I'll I want to return to, to the it. question of race. <laughs> All right. That was, <laughs> yeah. that, that was, that was, that was uh, Trump's strongest moment. Yes, that was definitely his strongest moment. He's coming out of the box. That's the kind of shit that can change people's minds right there. Well, if anything, you just gained more black votes with what Trump <laughs> right, said there. Right. Well, that's everyone, what I'm saying. That can change people's as minds. As soon as Biden started talking about race, I mean, you heard me. I was like, oh, no, yeah. Joe. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, please, yeah, yeah. Joe. Don't. Oh, well. No, Joe. Your 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 record on race is about as bad as it can get. And, and and Kamala Harris, same shit, you know. Yeah, same shit. Yeah, you have the man who created the crime bill, and then the vice president is the one who enforced it. Yeah, Joe it's in the It's not hug. a good thing if you want to get into race. That's why, that's why all this race shit. I just, it's not, it's not a good subject yeah. matter to get into. Yeah, yeah. If you're a politician, well, that good good one, good one there, Mr. President. One point, Trump, Vice President <laughs> Biden, after the grand jury in the Brianna Taylor case decided not to charge any of the police with homicide. You said it raises the question, quote, whether justice could be equally applied in America. Do you believe that there is a separate but unequal system of justice for blacks in this country? Yes, there is. There's systemic injustice in this country, in education, in work, and in in law enforcement and the, and the way in which it's enforced. But look, the vast majority of police officers are good, decent, honorable men and women. 
They risk their lives every day to take care of us. But there are some bad apples. And when they occur, when they find them, they have to be sorted out. They have to be held accountable. They have to be held accountable. And what I'm going to do as President of the United States is call a, a, together an entire group of people at the White House, well, everything from the civil rights groups to the police officers, the police chiefs, and we're going to work this out. We're going to work this out. So we change the way in which we have more transparency in when these things happen. These cops aren't happy to see what happened to, to, to George Floyd. These cops aren't happy to see what happened to Breonna Taylor. Most don't like it. But we have to have a system where people are held accountable. When, and by the way, violence and response is never appropriate. Never appropriate. Peaceful protest is. Violence is never appropriate. All right, Ms. What is peaceful President, protest? When they run through the middle President, of the town Trump, and burn down President your stores Trump, I, and kill people President all over Trump, the place, that and you is say not peaceful, peaceful protest. No, it's not, not asking, but you say it is. President Trump, I'd like to continue with yes, the issue uh, of race. Please. I promise we're going to get to the issue of law and order please. in a moment. Fine. This month, your administration uh, directed federal agencies to end racial sensitivity training that addresses white privilege or critical race theory. Why did you decide to do that, to end racial sensitivity training? And do you believe that there is systemic racism in this country, sir? I ended it because it's racist. I ended it because a lot of people were complaining that they were asked to do things that were absolutely insane, that it was a radical uh, revolution that was taking place in our military, uh, in our schools, all over the place, and you know it, and so does what, everybody what, what else. Radical, and he would know. What is oh, radical totally about racist. racial sensitivity training? Sir. If you were a certain person, you had no status in life. It was sort of a reversal. And if you look at the people, we were paying people hundreds of thousands of dollars to teach very bad ideas and, frankly, very sick ideas. And, and really, they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow that to happen. We have to go back to the core values of this country. They were teaching people that our country is a horrible place, it's a racist place, and they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm no not going to allow that to happen. Vice President Biden? Nobody's doing that. He's just, he's oh, you, racist. You, you just don't know. Here's the deal. I, I know a lot more about <laughs> you this. Don't know. Let him finish. The fact is that oh. there is racial insensitivity. People have to be made aware of what other people feel like. What, what insults them, what is demeaning to them. It's important that people know they don't want to, many people don't want to hurt other people's feelings, but it's, it makes a big difference. It makes a gigantic difference in the way a child is able to grow up and have a, self, a sense of self-esteem. It's a little bit like how this guy and, and his friends look down on so many people. They look down their nose on people like Irish Catholics like me and grew up in Scranton. They look down on people who don't have money. They look down on people who are of a different faith. They look down on people who are a different color. In fact, we're all Americans. The only way we're going to bring this country together is bring everybody together. There's nothing we cannot do if we do it together. We can take this on and we can defeat racism Vice in America. President, I mean, President Trump, sir. During the Obama-Biden administration, there was tremendous division. There was hatred. You look at uh, Ferguson. You look at you go to very many places. Look at Oakland. Look what happened in Oakland. Look what happened in Baltimore. Look what happened. Frankly, it was more violent than what I'm even seeing now. Oh, my but Lord. the reason 
this is, is that ridiculous. the Democrats that Absolutely run these cities ridiculous. don't want to talk like you about law and order. Violent and you crime. still haven't mentioned. Violent Are crime. you in favor of law and order? I'm in favor of law. You follow. Are you in favor of law and order? Go yes, I'm in favor. You ask a question, let him finish. Law and order. Law and order. Let him. Law and order with justice, where people get treated fairly. And the fact of the matter is, violent crime went down 17 percent, 15 percent in our administration. All right. It's gone up on his watch. Went down much more than ours. All right. We're down. Mr. President, you're going to Mr. President, every record in the Mr. President, you're going to be very happy because we're now going to talk about law and order. Since we had trouble, we're Democratic-run cities. That's exactly my question. There has been a dramatic increase in homicides in America this summer particularly, and you often blame that on Democratic mayors and Democratic governors, but in fact there have been equivalent spikes in, in Republican-led Republican cities yes. like Tulsa and Fort Worth. Yes. So the question is, is this really a party issue? I think it's a party issue. You can bring in a couple of examples, but if you look at Chicago, what's going on yeah, in Chicago? People are killing them, uh, killing each other. Fifty-three people were shot and eight mayor. died. Is that the shot. No, shit you look at New York, where it's going up like nobody's ever seen anything. The numbers are going up a hundred, hundred and fifty, two hundred percent. Uh, crime. Republican it's, it is cities. crazy what's going on. Repu and he doesn't want to say law and order because he can't, because he'll lose his radical left supporters. And once he does that, it's over with. But if he ever got to run this country and they ran it the way he would want to run it, we would have we would our suburbs would be gone. By the suburbs. way, our suburbs would be gone. And you would see problems like you've he never would seen know right a suburb unless he took a wrong turn. Oh, I know. Suburbs. <laughs> he would not. So much I was better. raised, Go ahead. I was, Wait a minute. I was so raised in the suburbs. This is not nice. 1950. All these dog whistles on racism don't work anymore. What Suburbs are by and large integrated. <laughs> There's many people today driving their kids to soccer practice and or to uh, black and white and Hispanic in the same car as there have been any time in, in the past. What's, what really is a threat to the suburbs and their safety is his failure to deal with COVID. They're dying in the suburbs. His failure to deal no, with the environment. The cities, they're being flooded. They're being burned out because okay. his refusal to do anything. That's why the suburbs are in trouble. I, I do want to talk about this issue of law and order, though. And in the joint recommendation that came from the Biden-Bernie Sanders task force, you talked about, quote, reimagining policing. Yeah. First of all, what does reimagining policing mean? And do you support... It means... Uh, uh, let me, if I might finish the question. What does reimagining policing mean? And do you support the Black Lives Matter uh, call for... Uh, for community control of policing? Look, what I support is the police having the opportunity to deal with the problems they face. And I'm, not, I'm totally opposed to defunding the police offices. As a matter of fact, police, local police, the only one defunding in his budget calls for a $400 million cut in local law enforcement assistance. They need more assistance. They need when they show up for a 9-11 call to have someone with them as a psychologist oh, or psychiatrist to keep them from having to have another and be able to talk people down. We have to have community policing like we had before where the officers get to know the people in the communities. That's when crime went down. It didn't go up. It went down. And so we have to be engaged. That's not what they're private. talking about, that's, Chris. That's well, not what that, they're talking about. He's talking exactly. about funding the that, police. That is not true. He doesn't have any what, law what you, support. Look, he has no law enforcement That's support. not true. Almost that's nothing. Not, that, look. Oh, really? Who do you have? Name one group that supports you. Name one group that came out and supported you. Go look, ahead. Look, think. We have time. We don't have time to do no, anything. No, no. Think All right. Name one law enforcement group. 
that came well, out think, and I supported. Think, gentlemen, you, I think I'm going to I'm going to take uh, back the yeah. moderators. There aren't. There aren't. There aren't. I want to get Trump to does another have them subject, on the wall on that one. which is the so issue of the protests one. in many cities that have turned violent. In Portland, Oregon, especially, we had a, more than a hundred straight days of protests which I think you would agree, you talk about peaceful protests, many of those turned into riots. Mr. Vice President, you say that people who commit crimes should be held accountable. The question I have, though, is as the Democratic nominee, and earlier tonight you said that you are the Democratic Party right now, have you ever called the Democratic mayor of Portland or the Democratic governor of Oregon and said, hey, you got to stop this? Bring in the National Guard, do whatever it takes, but you stop the days and months of violence in Portland. I don't hold public office now. I am a former vice president. I've made it clear. I've made it clear in my public statements that the violence should be prosecuted. It should be prosecuted. And anyone who commits it but should be But you've never called for the people, the, the leader, that. excuse me, sir. You had never called for the leaders in Portland and in Oregon to call us, bring in the National Guard and knock well, off a hundred days of riots. They can, in fact, take care of it if he just stay out of the way. Oh, Look here. Oh, really? Here, oh, really? Here's but the no, thing. No, no, wait, I asked him a question. Get the killer no, of a young man in the middle of the street. They shot him. And right. for three Mr. days, President Trump, Trump, Portland President wouldn't Trump, do anything. I had to send in the U.S. Marshals. They Trump, took care of business. Go ahead, and, sir. And by the way. You know, his own former spokesperson said, you know, riots and chaos and violence help his cause. That's what this is all about. I don't know who said that. I do. Who? I think who? It, Kellyanne Conway. I don't think she said that. She said that. that and is. so here's, <laughs> all right. but here's the point. All right. Let's, uh, uh, all right. Point, points for Trump on this because This Joe is our has, wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. Joe has the, the no, riots Joe has no... Um, answer to this well he has no leg to stand on yeah yeah there's not nothing to well yeah it's look we like i said we've been watching this shit the whole time yeah since the jump since the yes since the very beginning and there is no law and order in portland no there's no law and order in seattle there's no law and order in a lot of cities wisconsin and the da's in most of these cities are releasing anyone arrested for rioting or Right. Any of that shit. Yeah, and not only that, but they have all these big, uh, I, I don't know if it's Soros or, they have all these people that are pledging money to get these people out of jail immediately. Yeah. Once they're put in jail, you know, there's you a, have, there, you got you, an account, you got a, basically you have, a bank account you, that's waiting for you. You, you know? have Cosmopolitan Magazine sending out tweets with the links to fund, you know, to, to crowdfund. Uh, legal services right. for these fucking rioters. Right. And, he, and Biden's vice presidential uh, running mate, Harris, is out there on uh, Colbert saying that th these, these won't stop and they shouldn't stop and they should continue. If anything, they've egged it on. Right. If you're, if you're going to say whether where they fall as far as supporting or being against or whatever, they have come out and said they fully support all of this. All right. Now, obviously, I don't think they are saying we fully support the riots. Yes, no, no, they support the protests, and I support protesting. I do. I'm not a. I'm not against protesting. But it wasn't until just a couple of weeks ago when they actually started coming out and talking, speaking out against the violence. Right. By not saying anything, it's their side that's saying silence is violence, yes, and you yeah, know, being yeah. silent is complicit. Yeah. They were dead ass silent on the violence, and they were saying that everything that we've been seeing, and these are their words, everything that we've been seeing the past few months. 
won't stop and shouldn't stop because it's good and it you know blah 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 right, and right. uh well and and like i said the protests i agree with you know i agree with protesting but it's like we said you don't show up to a protest with a gas mask and a fucking no you know a bat in and a hand. Molotov cocktail yeah, and a yeah, backpack yeah, full yeah, of yeah, you know, yeah. batteries and shit yeah. so you, or you don't you, you don't show up to a protest that way and you yeah, it's. I don't know. It's, I don't know, man. It's. A, it, we've we've talked about this ad nauseum. Yeah, you know, it's, it's violent uprising it, being masked as a protest. It's, right. it's a total fucking uh, wolf in sheep's clothing bullshit. I'm against it all. Trump. Trump was dead ass right on everything he said. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that. So um, I guess if we're going now, let's do a point system. I guess I don't know if I. Okay, you Two, got another point. Yeah. 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 Well, it's the same point, I believe. Yeah. Uh, you basically, know. just railing against yeah, Biden. Yeah. For, yeah. The point is that that's what he is keeps trying to rile everything up. He doesn't want to calm things down. Instead of going in and talking to people and saying, let's get everybody together, figure out how to deal with this. America doesn't What's he do? He just pours gasoline that's in the right. fire constantly, and every single solitary okay, time. Okay, and, and to end this, button up this segment, I'm going to give you a minute to answer, sir. You have repeatedly well, criticized... Wait, I have to answer his statement. No, you have his repeatedly... Statement. You have repe- no, you've been talking you back and forth. You made a statement. I'm asking you... <laughs> I would love no, to you know, end it. Sir, I would love to I, end I, it. You know, if you want to switch seats... We, we could very quickly. We could do that, but I'm sending no, the National Guard oh, would God, be over. Be there'd be no I would love okay. to but they don't want to accept the National Guard. <laughs> you have repeatedly we, criticized the the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left wing extremist right. groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups sure. and to say that they need to stand down and not? add to the violence in a number of these cities, as we saw in Kenosha, and as we've seen in Portland. Are you prepared to specifically do it? I would say say almost everything (laughs) I see is from the left wing, not from the right wing. So what are you you, you saying? I'm willing to do anything. I want to see peace. Then do it, sir. Say it. Do it. Say it. Do you want to call them... What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right like me to condemn? White Proud supremacists Ooh. and right Proud, Proud boys, boys, stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left because this is not a right his wing own, problem. This, this is a left wing. This is a left wing problem. White supremacist. Antifa's an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not malicious. That's FBI director said. Well, then you know what? No, no, we're done. We're done, sir. We're moving on to the next. We're not an idea. Everybody in your administration tells you the truth is a bad idea. Can I tell you what? You have no idea. Antifa is a dangerous All right, radical gentlemen, group. we're now moving on to the Trump and, and Biden records. They'll overthrow you. When a president, I'm yeah, they will. question. When the president seeks a second term, it is generally a referendum on his record. But Vice President Biden, you like to quote one of your dad's sayings, which is, "Don't compare me to the Almighty. Compare me to the alternative." And in this case, sir, you are the alternative. <laughs> Looking. At both of your records, I can't believe I'm going Joe to Biden ask just said Antifa you, was an idea. Why should voters elect you president over your opponent? Ass. In this segment, President Trump, you go first. They have on T-shirts. Because there has never been an administration or president who has done more than I've done in a period of three and a half years. And that's despite the impeachment hoax. And you saw what happened today with Hillary Clinton, where it was a whole big con job. But despite going through all of these things where I had a fight both flanks and behind me and above, 
There has never been an administration that's done what I've done. The greatest before COVID came in, the greatest economy in history, lowest unemployment numbers. Everything was good. Everything was going. And by the way, there was unity going to happen. People were calling me for the first time in years. They were calling and they were saying, it's time maybe. And then what happened? We got hit, but now we're building it back up again. A rebuilding of the military, including Space Force and all of the other things. A, a fixing of the, the VA, which was a mess under him. 308,000 people died because they didn't have proper health care. He, he was so a dumb. mess. And we now got a 91% approval rating at the VA, our vets. We take care of our vets. But we've rebuilt our military. The job that we've done, and, and I'll tell you something, some people say maybe the most important. By the end of the first term, I'll have approximately 300 federal judges and court of appeals judges, 300, and hopefully three great Supreme Court judges, justices. That is a record, the likes of which very few people, and you know one of the reasons I'll have so many judges? Because President Obama and him left me 128 judges to fill. When you leave office, you don't leave any judges. That's like, you just don't do that. They left 128 openings, and if I were a member of his party, because they have a little different philosophy, I'd say if you left us 128 openings, you can't be a good president, you can't be a good vice president, but I wanna thank you because it gives us almost, it'll probably be above that number by the end of this term, Fine, sir. 300 judges, it's a record. Looking at both your records, why should voters elect you president as opposed to President Under Trump? You have two minutes uninterrupted. Under this president, we become weaker, Sicker, poorer, more divided, and more violent. When I was vice president, we inherited a recession. I was asked to fix it. I did. We left him a booming economy, and he caused the recession. With regard to being weaker, the fact is that I've gone head-to-head -head with Putin and made it clear to him we're not going to take any of his stuff. He's Putin's puppy. He still refuses to even say anything Putin's to Putin puppy. about Putin's the bounty puppy. on the heads of American like soldiers. The imaginary so Putin no, no, no. He, no, comes out of the... Me, and by the way, Mr. President, your campaign agreed <laughs> Backstage, that here comes Putin. both sides would get two right. minutes yes. answers uninterrupted. Well, your, your side agreed to it, and... Why don't you observe what your campaign agreed to as a ground rule, okay, sir? He never keeps his word. Can you add no, back, no, 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 I'm not asking. That was a rhetorical question. Can you Go add ahead, back sir. 30 seconds? <laughs> yeah, yes, okay. you may have. All right. Go ahead. So, thirdly, we're poor. The billionaires have gotten much, much more wealthy by a tune of over four, three to $400 billion more just since COVID. You in the home, you got less. You're in more trouble than you were before. In terms of being more violent, when we were in office, there were 15% less violence in America than there is today. President of the United States, it's on his watch. And with regard to more divided, the nation can't stay divided. We can't be this way. And speaking of my son, the way you talk about the military, the way you talk about them being losers and, being, and, 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 and just being suckers, my son was in Iraq. He spent a year there. He got, the, he got the Bronze Star. He got the Conspicuous Service Medal. He was not a loser. He was a patriot. And the people left behind okay. there were heroes. Really? And I resent Are you talking like about Hunter? Hell. Are you talking about I'm Hunter? I'm talking about my son, Bo Biden. You're talking I don't about know. Bo. I don't know, Bo. I know Hunter. Yeah, Hunter, you know got thrown, Hunter got thrown out of the military. 
He was thrown out, dishonorably discharged. That's not true. For he wasn't cocaine use, and he didn't have a job until you became vice president. Once you None became of that vice president, he made a fortune in Ukraine, in China, in Moscow, that is simply and various not other places. True. He my made son, a fortune, gentlemen, my son, and he didn't have a job. My son, like a lot of people, like a lot of people we know at home, had a drug problem. He's overtaken it. He's 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 fixed it. He's worked on it, and I'm proud of him. But why was he given tens of millions? All right, but he wasn't given tens of millions. That is totally that's totally discredited. We've already we've already been totally discredited. We've both we've already been through this. I think the American people would rather hear about more substantial subjects. Well, you know, as the moderator, sir, I'm going to make a a judgment call here. Three and a half million dollars from the mayor of Moscow. Let's talk about not true. Gentlemen, that report is totally (laughs) discredited. Mitt Romney on that piece. One more taxpayer's money, but it was written for political reasons. You know, I'd like to talk about climate change. So would I. Okay. (laughs) The forest fires in the West are raging now. They have burned millions of acres. They have displaced hundreds of thousands of people. When state officials there blame the fires on climate change, Mr. President, you said, I don't think the science knows. Over your four years, you have pulled the U.S. out of the Paris Climate Accord. You have rolled back a number of Obama environmental records. What do you believe about the science of climate change and what will you do the in the next four years to confront it? I want crystal clean water and air. I want beautiful clean air. We have now the lowest carbon. If you look at our numbers right now, we are doing phenomenally. But That's I haven't destroyed our businesses. <laughs> our businesses aren't put out of commission. If you look at the Paris Accord, it was a disaster from our standpoint. And people are actually very happy about what's going on. Because our businesses are doing well. As far as the fires are concerned, you need forest management in addition to everything else. The forest floors are loaded up with trees, dead trees (laughs) that are years old and they're like tinder. And leaves and everything else, you drop a cigarette in there, the whole forest burns down. You've got to have forest management. You've got to have cuts. What do you believe about the science of climate change, sir? Uh, I believe that we have to do everything we can to have immaculate air, immaculate water, and do whatever else we can that's good. You know, we're planting a billion trees, the Billion Tree Project, and it's very exciting for a lot of people. You believe that human pollution, gas, greenhouse gas emissions contributes to the global warming of this planet? I think planet? a lot of things do, but I think to an extent, yes. I think to an extent, yes. But I also think we have to do better management of our forests. Every year, I get the call. California's burning. California's burning. If that was cleaned, if that were, if you had forest management, good forest management, you wouldn't be getting those calls. You know, in Europe, they live their forest cities. They're called forest cities. They maintain their forests. They manage their forests. I was with the head of a major country. It's a forest city. He said, sir, we have trees that are far more, they they ignite much easier than California. There shouldn't be that problem. I spoke with the governor about it. I'm getting along very well with the governor. But I said, you know, at some point, you can't every year have hundreds of thousands of acres of land just burned to the ground. That's burning down because of a lack of But sir, if you believe in the science of climate change, why have you rolled back the Obama clean power plan, which limited carbon emissions in power plants. Why have you relaxed? Because it was driving energy prices through the sky. Why have you relaxed fuel economy standards 
that are going to create more pollution from cars well, and trucks. Well, not really, because what's happening is the car is much less expensive and it's a much safer car, and you're talking about a tiny difference, and then what would happen, because of the cost of the car, you would have at least double and triple the number of cars purchased. We have the old slugs out there that are 10, 12 years old. If you did that, the car would be safer, it would be much cheaper by $3,500. they've simply no, ignored No, but you would take your, a lot of cars off the market because people would be able to afford a car. Now, so, and by the way, we're gonna see how that turns out. But a lot of people agree with me, many people. The car has gotten so expensive because they have computers all over the place for an extra little bit okay. of gasoline. And, by the, and, and and I'm okay with electric yeah, cars too. I think I'm all for electric cars. I've given big incentives for electric cars. But what they've done in California is just all crazy. Right. Vice President Biden, I'd like you to, to respond to the president's climate change record. But I also want to ask you about a concern. You proposed $2 trillion in green jobs. You talk about new limits, not abolishing, but new limits on fracking, ending the use of fossil fuels to generate electricity by 2035, and zero net emission of greenhouse gases by 2050. Let's go nuclear, baby. The president says a lot of these things would tank the economy and cost millions of jobs. He's absolutely wrong, number one. Number two, if in fact, when, when our, during our administration, the Recovery Act, I was able to, I was in charge, able to bring down the cost of renewable energy to cheaper than or as cheap as coal and gas and oil. Nobody's going to build another uh, uh, coal-fired plant in America. No one's going to build another oil-fired plant in America. They're going to move to renewable energy, number one. Number two, we're going to make sure that we are able to take the federal fleet and turn it into a fleet that's run on their electric vehicles, making sure that we can do that. We're going to put 500,000 charging stations and all of the highways that we're going to be building in the future. We're going to build an economy that, in fact, is going to provide for the ability of us to take four million buildings and make sure that they, in fact, are weatherized in a way that, in fact, will, they'll, they'll emit significantly less gas and oil because the heat will not be going out. There's so many things that we can do gas now to create buildings, thousands and thousands of jobs. We can oil. get to net <laughs> zero in terms of energy production by 2035. Not only not costing people jobs, creating jobs, creating millions of good paying jobs, not 15 bucks an hour, but prevailing wage oh, by so having a new an infrastructure not, not a that in job, fact Joe. is green. Easy and the first dude. thing I will do, I will rejoin the Paris Accord. I will join the Paris Accord because with us out of it, look what's happening. It's all falling apart. And talk about someone who has no no relationship to, with it's foreign all policy. Brazil, the rainforests of Brazil are being torn down, are being ripped down. More more carbon is absorbed in that rainforest than every bit of carbon that's emitted in the United States. Instead of doing something about world, that, I are, would be gathering I mean, up and making sure we had the, com- said the countries once, of the world and coming being, up with twenty uh, billion dollars. Say, here's twenty know, billion dollars. They're being stop, slowly destroyed. Stop oh, Lord. T- tearing down the forest. Being and if you don't, the then you're going to have se- significant okay. economic consequences. What about, consequences what about the argument that uh, President Trump basically says that you have to balance environmental interests and economic interests, and he's drawn his line? Well, he hadn't drawn a line. He still, for example, makes sure that we, he wants to make sure that methane's not a problem. We can, you, you can now emit more methane without it being a problem. Methane. This is a guy who says that you don't have to have mileage standards for automobiles that exist now. This is a guy who says that 
Well, the fact is, it, 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 it's all true. And here's He's the talking deal. about the Green New Deal, and it's not two billion or twenty billion, as you said. It's one hundred trillion dollars. I'm talking about where they want to rip down buildings and rebuild the building. It's the dumbest, most ridiculous. Where airplanes are out of business, where two car systems are out, where they want to take out the cows too. You know, that's not true either. Take out the cows. This is a one hundred trillion. That's more money. Don't let that our country could this. make in a hundred years if we're not going by. the case. All right, it, let, it me, let, me, let, me, let me destroy because, our country. Because I actually, wait a minute, sir. I actually <laughs> have studied your plan, and it includes upgrading four million buildings, weatherizing yes. two million homes over four years, building one and a half million energy efficient homes. So the question becomes, some, the president is saying, I think some people who support the president would say that sounds like it's going to cost a lot of money and hurt the economy. What it's going to do is going to create thousands and millions of jobs, good paying jobs. But let him finish, sir. He doesn't know how to do that. They, <laughs> the fact is, it's going to create millions of good paying jobs and these tax incentives to people for people to weatherize, which he wants to get get rid of. It's going to make the economy much safer. Look how much we're paying now to deal with the hurricanes. With the deal with, by the way, he has an answer for hurricanes. He said maybe we should drop a nuclear weapon on them. They may. I never said that. That's yeah. what he did say. You, made you did up. say that. Uh, and here's the deal. <laughs> you make yeah, up. No, we, we he definitely did say that. <laughs> and I thought it was fucking hilarious. The environment <laughs> is clean and we all are in better shape. We spend on floods, hurricanes, no, rising the fact the government thinks they can control weather is fucking Look what's happened this whole just thing in the Midwest with these absurd. storms that come through and wipe out entire sections and counties in Iowa. They didn't happen before. They're because of global warming. We make up 15% of the world's problem. We, in fact, but the, the rest of the world, we've got to get them to come along. That's why we have to get back into, back into the Paris Accord. All right, gentlemen. Wait a minute, Chris. So you, you why didn't he do it for 47 there. years? You were vice president. Why didn't you get the world? China sends up real dirt into the air. Russia does, India does, they China. all do. We're supposed to be good. And by the way, he made a couple of statements. The Green New Deal is a hundred trillion dollars. That is not, not my billion. plan. That's the Green uh, well, New you Deal. Well, want to rebuild every building. My plan. Oh, rebuild oh, right. every building. Green New Deal. He, he made a statement about the military. He said, "I said something about the military." He and his friends made it up, and then they went with it. I never said it. Okay, that is what not he true. did. Sir, is he you're said, done in this segment. He called Mr. the military Vice, Mr. Vice stupid President. bastards. I, I did <laughs> not do that. Do that. <laughs> stupid There's actually a video of that. Stop. I would never say that. Play it. Play it. Go ahead. He called the stupid bastards. His, his final question. Well, make the final question is, question. I can't remember which of all his rantings. I'm having a little trouble myself. but And about the economy and about about this question of what it's going to cost? The, the, economy, the economy. I mean, the Green New Deal the, and the, the idea of what, what the, your the environmental change will do. The Green New Deal will pay for itself as we move forward. We're not going to build mm. plants that, in fact, are great polluting plants. Do you support build the Green New Deal? Pardon me? Do you support them? No, I don't support the Green oh, New Deal. Oh, you don't? Oh, well, that's well, a big let, statement. I support that the, no. the radical left. I, su I support oh, the don't. Biden plan that I put forward. Oh, okay. man. The Biden plan, which is different than what he calls the radical Green New Deal. All right, gentlemen, final segment, election integrity. As we meet tonight, millions of Americans are receiving mail-in ballots or going to vote early. How confident 
should we be that this will be a fair election? And what are you prepared to do over the next five plus weeks, because it'll not only be to election day, but also counting some ballots, mail-in ballots after election day. What are you prepared to do to reassure the American people that the next president will be the legitimate winner of this election? In this final segment, oh, good question. Vice President, you go first. Prepared to let people vote. They should go to IWillVote.com. Decide how they're going to vote, when they're going to vote, and what means by which they're going to vote. His own Homeland Security Director, and as well as the FBI Director, says there is no evidence at all that mail-in ballots are a source of, of being manipulated and cheating. They said that. The fact is that there are going to be millions of people because of COVID that are going to be voting by mail-in ballots, like he does, by the way. He sits behind the Resolute Desk and sends his ballot to Florida, number one. Number two, we're going to make sure that those people who want to vote in person are able to vote because enough poll watchers are there to make sure they can socially distance. The polls are open on time, and their polls stay open until the votes are counted. And this is all about trying to dissuade people from voting because he's trying to, con to scare people into thinking that it's not going to be legitimate. Show up and vote. You will determine the outcome of this election. Vote, vote, vote. If you're able to vote early in your state, vote early. If you're able to vote in person, vote in person. Vote whatever way is the best way for you because you will, he cannot stop you from being able to determine the outcome of this election. And in terms of whether or not when the votes are counted and they're all counted, that will be accepted. If I win, that will be accepted. If I lose, that'll be accepted. But by the way, if in fact he says he's not sure what he's going to accept, well, let me tell you something. It doesn't matter because if we get the votes, it's going to be all over. He's going to go. He can't stay in power. It won't happen. It won't happen. So vote. Just make sure you understand you have it in your control to determine what this country is going to look like the next four years. Is it going to change? You get four more years of these lies. Mr. President, two minutes. So when I listened to Joe talking about a transition, uh, there's been no transition from when I won. I won that election. And if you look at crooked Hillary Clinton, if you look at all of the different people, uh, there was no transition because they came after me trying to do a coup. They came after me spying on my campaign. They started from the day I won and even before I won, from the day I came down the escalator with our first lady. They were a disaster. They were a disgrace to our country. And we've caught them. We've caught them all. We've got it all on tape. We've caught them all. And by the way, you <laughs> gave the idea for the Logan Act against General Flynn. You better take a look at that because we caught you in a sense. And President Obama was sitting in the office. He knew about it too. So don't tell me about a free transition. As far as the ballots are concerned, it's a disaster. A solicited ballot Okay, solicit it is okay. You're soliciting, you're asking, they send it back, you send it back. I did that. If you have an unsolicited, they're sending millions of ballots all over the country. There's fraud, they found them in creeks, they found some with the name Trump, just happened to have the name Trump just the other day in a waste paper basket. They're being sent all over the place. They sent two in a Democrat area, they sent out a thousand ballots, everybody got two ballots. This is going to be a fraud like you've never seen. The other thing, it's nice on November 3rd, you're watching and you see who won the election. 
And I think we're going to do well because people are really happy with the job we've done. But you know what? <laughs> we won't know. We might not know for months because these ballots are going to be all over. Take a look at what happened in Manhattan. Take a look at what happened in New Jersey. Take a look at what happened in Virginia and other places. They're not losing 2%, 1%, which, by the way, is too much. An election could be won or lost with that. They're losing 30 and 40%. It's a fraud and it's a shame. And can you imagine where they say, uh, you have to have your ballot in by November 10th. November 10th. That means that's seven days after the election, in theory, should have been announced. Okay. We have major yes. states no, with that. Uh, sir, All run by Democrats. Two minutes. Two minutes. All run you're, by you're, Democrats. It's President Trump. November 9th. Yeah. You're going to be yeah, able to day. continue. Sure. You have been charging for months that mail-in balloting is going to be a disaster. That's the only thing you're going to out of that. Yeah, uh, rigged, oh, no, yeah. That's that's it's going to lead to fraud. But in 2018, in the last midterm election, 31 million people voted mail-in voting. That was a quarter, more than a quarter, of all the voters that year cast their ballots by mail. Now that millions of mail-in ballots have gone out, what are you going to do about it? And are you counting on the Supreme Court, including a Justice Barrett, to settle any dispute. Yeah, I, th I think I'm counting on them to look at the ballots, definitely. I don't think we'll, I hope we don't need them in terms of the election itself. But for the ballots, I think so. Because what's happening is incredible. I just heard, I read today, where at least 1% of the ballots for 2016 were invalidated. They they take them, we don't like them, we don't like them. But they what throw are you going to do about it? There right. are millions of ballots going out what right What you do now. is you, you go do? and vote. You do a solicited ballot, no, no, and that's I'm okay, not, or you complaint. go and vote. I'm asking you about the fact that millions of people... You go and vote. You go and no, vote, but like, they, like they used to the in the old... Millions of people... You either do, Chris, a solicited ballot where you're sending it in, they're sending it back, and you're sending... They have mailmen with lots of it. Did you see what's going on? Take a look at West Virginia, mailmen selling the ballots. They're being sold. They're being dumped in rivers. This is a horrible <laughs> thing for our country. There is no. This is not. There is no. This is not going to end well. There is okay. no this is not that. going Vice to President end well. Five states fact, have had mail-in ballots for the last decade or more. Five, including two Republican states, and you don't have to solicit the ballot. It's sent to you. It's sent to your home. What we're saying is, they're saying is that it has to be a postmark by the time, by election day. If it doesn't get in till the 7th, 8th, 9th, it still should be counted. He's just afraid of counting the votes because You're wrong, the you're wrong. I, no, I, I want to continue with you on this, I love yeah, Vice President vote. Biden. Because Chris, he's so wrong in, when he makes his statement no, like that. Excuse me, Vice President Biden, the biggest problem, in fact, over the years with mail-in voting has not been fraud historically. It has been that sizable numbers, sometimes hundreds of thousands of ballots are thrown out because they have not been properly filled out or there is some other irregularity or they missed the deadline. So the question I have is, are you concerned that the Supreme Court with a Justice Barrett will settle any dispute? I am concerned that any court would settle this because here's the deal. When you, when you file, when you get a ballot and you fill it out, you're supposed to have an affidavit. If you didn't know, you have someone say that this is me. You should be able to, if in fact you can verify that's you when the before the ballot is thrown out, that's sufficient to be able to count the ballot because someone made a mistake and not dotting the correct I. Who they voted for, testify, say who they voted for, say it's you, that is totally legitimate.
All right. Excuse final, me, Chris, no, no, no. When you I have, have final, 80 million I, ballots gentlemen, I have a final sent in and swamping I, I, the system, I, I, you, you, you know it can't be done. You know it can't. And already all right. it's been so fraud. All right. So now, mail service delivers a gentleman in the final question of In eight states, we can look at the South Park now. In eight states, election workers are prohibited, currently by law, eight states, from even beginning to process ballots, even take them out of the envelopes and yes. flatten them until election day. That means that it's likely, because there's going to be a huge increase in mail-in balloting, that we are not going to know on election night who the winner is, that it could be days, it could be weeks, could be months. until we find out who the, the, the new president is. So I, first for you, sir, could finally for the, for the vice president, I hope neither of you will interrupt the other. Will you urge your supporters <laughs> Good luck with that, to Chris. stay calm during this extended period, not to engage in any civil unrest? And will you pledge tonight that you will not declare victory until the election has been independently certified? There's civil certified? unrest on the stage tonight. President Trump, I'm urging first. my supporters to go into the polls and watch very carefully because that's what has to happen. I am urging them to do it. As you know, today there was a big problem. In Philadelphia, they went in to watch. They were called poll watchers, a very safe, very nice thing. They were <laughs> thrown out. They weren't allowed to watch. You know why? Because bad things happen in Philadelphia, bad things. And I am, urging, I am urging my people. I hope it's going to be a fair election. If it's a fair You're election, I am 100% on board. But if I see tens of thousands of ballots being manipulated, I can't go along with that. And I'll tell and what, you what, what from mean, a common sense, I'll tell you tell what it means. To take to it the means screen? you have a fraudulent election. You're and sending you out 80 million ballots. They're not, they're not equipped. To, these people aren't equipped to handle it, number one. Number two, okay. they cheat. Number one. They cheat. Hey, they found ballots in a waste paper basket three sure. days ago, and they all had the name right. military ballots. They were military. They all had the name Trump on them. That's not Vice true. President you think Biden, that's good? Vice President Biden, final question for you. Will you urge your supporters to stay calm while the vote is counted, and will you pledge not to declare victory and they hadn't until found the any in a river anywhere independently either. certified? Yes, and here's the deal. They count the ballots, as you pointed out. Some of these ballots in some states can't even be opened until Election Day. And if there's thousands of ballots, it's going to take time to do it. And by the way, our military, they've been voting by ballots for since at the end of the Civil War, in effect. And that's, and that's what's happen, going to happen. Why was it not? Why is it for them somehow not fraudulent? It's the same process. It's honest. No one has established at all that there is fraud related to mail-in ballots. That somehow it's a oh, fraudulent your own process. Party it's already did. been established. Back when it wasn't advantageous. Look at Gary 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 is, you had an opportunity They have no idea what happened. Of course, it is open He has no idea what he's talking about. Here's the deal. The fact is, I will accept it. And he will too. You know why? Because... Once the winner is declared after all the, all the ballots are counted, all the votes are counted, that'll be the end of it. That'll be the end of it. And if it's me, in fact, fine. If it's, if it's not me, I'll support the outcome. And I'll be a president not just for the Democrats. I'll be a president for Democrats and Republicans. And this guy... I want to see fact, an honest okay. ballot count. Gentlemen, we, you say that's the end Chris, of it? This is the I end of this debate? honest ballot count. We're going to leave it there. Uh, to be continued as in more debates as we go on. Uh, president Trump, 
Vice President Biden, it's been an interesting hour and a half. I want to thank you both <laughs> and you've been for participating well Chris. in the first of three debates that you have agreed to engage in. We want to thank Case Western Reserve University yes. and the Cleveland Clinic for hosting this event. The next debate, sponsored by the Commission on Presidential Debates, will be one week from tomorrow, October 7th, at the University of Utah in Salt Lake City. The two vice presidential nominees, Vice President Mike Pence and Senator Kamala Harris, We'll debate at 9 p.m. Eastern that night. We hope you watch. Until then, thank you and good night. And there you have it, America. <laughs> All right. Well, and or the rest of the world. That was a whole lot of uh, much ado about nothing. Yeah. Well, you know, well, that's why I just let it, you know, ride at the end there to yeah. just, uh, you know, get on through it. But I, it's. I think a couple things right off the top. Good job, Biden. He didn't slide off the rails. Yep. He had a few little stutters, a few little hiccups, yep. but as compared to what we have seen, yeah, absolutely, him, yeah, uh, not bad. Good showing. I would, I would, I would definitely have to. Which is kind of sad that you have to say he was, he was able to speak. Therefore, it was a good showing. <laughs> but that's where we're at today. Well, that's that's what happens. But uh, there, there was this one tweet that I that I read. Uh, obviously, we were pausing it to speak so it ended 20 30 minutes ago right. in real time right from real time. where i'm speaking now so right i'm just looking at some tweets as far as like some initial responses and uh and there's one that i found that i'm like yep i think this is probably pretty accurate it's from larry sharp um a libertarian yeah but Didn't anyway change any minds i don't think this thing did this is what he said both sides will claim victory Chris Wallace was a decent moderator considering how challenging it was. Dems will say that Donald Trump was was a man. Wait a minute. Yeah, Democrats will say that Donald Trump was unhinged and that Joe Biden was cool. Republicans will say that Trump was strong and Biden was weak. No real impact. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see this changing. Uh, I don't even see a swing uh, uh you know whatever the swing vote is if it even exists yeah i don't even think it exists personally i mean i'm pretty sure whoever votes is gonna vote you know they knew they knew who the fuck they were voting for at the beginning of the year yeah if if this if this swayed anybody's mind i'd have to ask what the fuck are your are your requirements for vote like what are you looking for yeah really i mean one thing if you want to be even about it, it another question that i see on twitter is why could nobody on tonight's stage condemn the extreme sides of each of their parties without hesitation right it's like just just do it in fact do it without being asked to do it it's not that fucking hard the because and to me, that's a big issue because the extremes from both sides are what's driving the real divide in this country and the real dissent and chaos and the 100 plus nights of riots. I mean, you're not seeing, you know, milkmen out there fucking up police stations. Right. You're, you're, no, no, it's uh, it's the uh, it's the angry youth of America. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'll, I will say this out of this debate. I stand by my assessment a week or so ago that. I think it would have been much better done if Joe Rogan was moderating it. <laughs> I think if if this was a Joe Rogan debate between the two, it would have gone way better. Uh, I think there would have been 15 minutes of trying to hold order and then Rogan saying, you know what? Fuck it. Just go at each other for 30 minutes. Well, Eric Erickson tweeted out, um, I don't know what I'm watching. This is something. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's Eric Erickson here. And 
in the Atlanta area. Yeah, John Stossel tweeted, <laughs> Chris Wallace just said, I hope neither of you will interrupt me. Or, I hope neither of you will interrupt the other. What that means, I just want to go home. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I don't know. There's not really anything. Oh, Rogan tweeted, you don't need me to handle this debate. You need John McCarthy, the MMA, <laughs> the UFC ref. Right, right. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. I don't know. This... Uh, this debate was boring as fuck. Not going to lie. Nothing really happened. Nothing was really said. Trump interrupted when he could or when, you know, when he tried to say something. I don't think he had a great showing. Well, that was, you know, that's it. That's, you knew that was going to happen. The He's only, just, he the, can't not speak. The only thing in the debate that I thought was actually like, oh, this could actually hurt one of them was when Biden, uh, you know, when they were talking about this, the law unrest. and order, the law and order yeah. part. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think that that strategically hurt Biden. Couldn't name one police agency that's behind him. No, because he doesn't have any support. Uh, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, and, and if, if you're going to sit there and look in the camera and point with two fingers and say, you know, Hey, American, uh, you know, uh, American voting citizen, you know, how are you doing? It's like. I can't hear you over the glass shattering behind me outside. Uh, and obviously that's hyperbolic. Well, it's just like we said, when it comes to the, uh, especially the black vote on, on, you know, you got Biden and Kamala Harris who have both done more to jail black people than probably anybody. Yeah. Um, ever yeah. in government as and, uh, well, not ever, but, and not that Trump has done a shitload, but he has done the First Step Act. He has released people from, um, right. you know, ridiculously long sentences. But, you know. but prison reform, you know, all of, all of that, everything that needs to happen, I don't see it happening under any administration because the money's so deep, you know? It's, well, um, it happens it's, in the courts. And, yeah, yeah, and, and it's money. It's all about money, you know? I mean, you have, when you have for-profit prisons... Obviously, you're gonna want more prisoners, and and the money part is where it gets recirculated back into government. Yes, and that's why it doesn't change. And it's another example of why when the government gives you something, good or bad, it never goes away. Right, the, their their willingness and acceptance to relinquish the status quo goes nowhere. That's why when I hear things like where either one of them talks about wanting to implement this and take control of that, or we're going to you know, spend this much money. It just makes my skin crawl. Because all they're doing is saying, whatever we're already spending, that's never going to go down. We're just going to add to it. You know, the, the Green New Deal bullshit, you know, re-outfitting buildings and all that. Let the people decide. Well, uh, according, to five, according to 538 today... Uh, they have Biden pretty much smoking Trump in the Electoral College. It was pretty devastating. And 538, they're really, they're probably the them. And um, if, if I had to go with a poll, I would go with 538. Rasmussen's okay. I mean, they, they fuck up a lot. But uh, if you go with the, uh, the ABC poll... And the because uh, ABC is pretty good with their polling too, and um, I don't 
trust any polls. Well, uh, I mean, you know, I, great I, lesson I know, learned from 2016. I, I was just shocked to see the 538 poll right before this debate. Um, I was shocked to see how many electoral votes they had for Biden. Because um, I see it. I see the whole, especially the electoral college. I see that as uh, pretty much a fucking toss up right now. I see every poll saying Biden is going to win. And well, yeah, they're all saying whether that. he does or doesn't. I don't think the polls are directly uh, a good indicator of what the, the election is actually going right. to happen. Well, well I, polling, I, I, the I way polling works is um, you want to be as accurate as possible because all these polling places. They're going for corporate contracts and shit like that for corporations and things that they to to, you know, better companies and things like that. That's what polling. That's what it's all about. It's it. it and they do the politics thing just as a service, you know, to the country sure. or whatever. So most of the polls that all of these places take are, you know, within corporations and and the more accurate their poll is, the more contracts they get with companies. So when they when you take a, a company like like 538 for example they're one of the top polling uh companies sure. you know and when you take that and you throw it into the election and you see the way they they use different things you know you're like um yeah I'm I don't know it just puts more into the I, I wonder what algorithm they have to use for the people that aren't willing to really tell them who they're, yeah, vote who they're for. voting for. Yeah. And that's why I throw all the yeah, polls out. Yeah. The polls, to me, every single one of them mean nothing. Yeah, because there, there's a lot of people that won't admit who they're voting fuck for. Fuck no. Yeah. Fuck no, because nowadays you can actually have violence brought upon you based on who, <laughs> yeah. you, uh, yeah. what political leaning you yeah. have. Yeah. So that's why I say polling, I, I mean, uh, and I'm not trying to poo-poo on on. on on what you brought up there, but for me, polling is completely not relative anymore in America, which is just a sign of where we're at also, is that people don't want to be open and honest about uh, who they may or may not support. Right. Because the world has lost its goddamn mind. Yes. Now, there's two more of these. I don't know if we're going to do debate episodes for every single one. Doug and I will still watch them. I will definitely... uh I want to see the vice presidential debate. That's going to be a good. I think that's going to be a better debate than any of the presidential debates. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I think I it is because my... Pence, dude, Pence fucking bucked up a couple of weeks ago. Did you see him? No, because uh, I, mean, I don't pay attention to vice presidents. He, I know, but I'm just saying he <laughs> bucked up on, and he was. Uh, I've never seen him that way. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, wow. Let's see if he does that because that could be a straight up cat fight. Well, you know, I mean. I, the way 2020 is going, I wouldn't be surprised if the vice presidential debate is the one that we're actually looking for. Because I, I'll be honest, my expectations were too high. Yeah. I really wanted Biden to totally flub and fuck up and say some off the wall shit. And I wanted Trump to go full ham Trump. And he didn't do anything out of what he does every other fucking day. It was all, it was very nothing. Yeah, it was. There was, this wasn't a very good debate. No. So. Sorry, listeners. This wasn't really. <laughs> you can't put this one on us. Yeah, we were on. We, this wasn't what we thought it was going to be. We, but it's, hey, we were uh, we were expecting a little bit more back and forth. I think I don't know. My take on the debates, especially when there's no audience, just let them go. Just let them go. Let let the American people make the judgment based on how they conduct themselves, and just let them go at each other. Right. Like I, the topics. 
the, the topics I really, you know, they have their pre-planned thing. They're going to say this. They're going to disagree with each other. Just let them, let them actually debate. Right. I mean, fuck the, take the moderator out. Take him out. Well, if, if, uh, if you want to get a real honest, let Trump go off the rails and really go fucking unhinged. You know, let us see the real person and not, let him go ham. Yeah. So I don't know. I was a little disappointed in this debate. Um, Doug and I are political junkies, so we'll keep watching them regardless whether or not we record them. If there is any level of interest in us doing more of these, uh, please let us know. I mean, I'll be happy to do it. I don't mind where I watch them, no, whether it's I don't from mind my house or down here with the, with, the, with the record button on. Yep. This didn't bother me at all. <laughs> I'm just trying to wonder, if was this in any way, shape, or form entertaining, or uh, did you get anything from listening to, to this? Right. Um, because if not, then obviously we won't do them, but, uh, if people enjoy them, I'm, I'm a man of the people. I just want to do, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, we just want to, we just want to bend to the will of the American people. Well, not just Americans. I want to supply the, the market the, with what they demand. The people of the planet. Yeah. yeah. Cause we have, we actually have listeners all over the world. Yeah. That is bizarre. It is very bizarre. And um yeah just keep listening i guess yeah keep listening this was a this was a fun week though doug yes. three episodes and, and three days in three and, days yes and uh and we got another one coming up on friday yeah so if you didn't like any one of these three in particular but uh you like what we've done over over the last 17 i guess now 18 episodes yeah stick around for 19 yeah we're getting getting ready for our, our regular our regular We'll yeah, well, and on. also, uh, I, I guess I do need to address this. Arona is under the weather. Um, that's why he was not on the the sports episode and tonight's episode. Um, so he'll be coming back, and he might want to have a few things to say about the the debate. I recorded it from tonight. Poor guy's tuckered out. He's already in bed. He feels like ass. Yeah, we gotta we gotta so, get him a test. So <laughs> he'll 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 watch it tomorrow, and I I would imagine. Um, he may want to say something, so there might be a little uh, overlap. But I have no idea what we're going to talk about Friday. I guess you'll find out when we when we release it. Yes. So stick I'm with sure us. something will happen between now and Friday. I would imagine. Yes. So stick with us. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see you in a few days. See ya. See ya.